0: The Exploding Heads Horror Movie po- Podcast. Are you sure? <laughs> Shit, it is. It's true. It, it, we're here. We're not doing a retake. It's Exploding Head. It's episode 32. We got a lot to cover tonight. I am here with my my good buddies, my homies. First and foremost, we have uh, Brandon. Don't breathe. What's up, buddy?
1: <laughs> What's up, homies? How you guys doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit and uh, That'd even be
1: funnier when i edit it yeah i i definitely breathe in there you could you could edit that out yeah damn
0: it and we have a uh, christian don't bleach next to him <laughs> too late too late <laughs> too, oh
2: sorry he bleached you could eat off this thing
0: <laughs> yes so guys we have a lot a lot to cover tonight oh, we're wait. gonna talk I'm oh, going
2: to cut you off right away. I I've cut got me a, off all I night. got a, a sort of a review. So this new guy at work, British guy, comes over. Couldn't believe I, was, I did podcasts, is into podcasts. He's really into listening to podcasts. The guy does not watch movies. So gave him the show, got back to me, and I said, what do you think? He goes,
0: it was juvenile. Uh, <laughs> however, maybe so, but... What about the content? What about the reviews? What about our passion as horror fans? I just made made that whole story up
2: as a segue into hoping that we were going to talk about what not to do on the podcast that was done on that. uh...
1: Oh, (laughs) I thought it was true, too. I was getting mad. I was about to be like,
2: did he listen to our Black Coat's Daughter review? No. We tore that shit up. No, he didn't listen to a review at all. It was all just to lead into that whole horror cast post of... Of what would you like to hear, or what do you think, or what do you not want to hear in a podcast? What do you want to hear in a podcast, that type of thing. I was jumping the gun, Dave. I no,
0: jump the
1: damn gun. Oh, Dave's new name on the podcast will be Dave NATO. <laughs> he he came up with that totally on his own. And I'll be the uh, Reverend uh, Orlick,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Har
1: and and Haragal Luciani here. <laughs> hello,
3: hello, 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 hello.
0: hello, hello. <laughs> Are we really? Are no.
3: <laughs>
0: I, I
1: think I think we need to go there, in a we're in gonna, a in a professional manner.
0: We're going to talk about a shame segment right off the bat. We're going to talk shit about this and that and the no, other. we're thing. not going
1: to talk shit. <laughs> we're
2: it's just so going to shame.
0: It's not even shaming. We're just going to bring light to some
1: recent little uh, drama.
0: Because let me say something. I feel that I've been negative lately, and and I don't want to be negative. And a matter of fact, I know it because people have said things online. They've said things in the Facebook group because I was talking shit about, you know, how they fired the thirteenth script leaked that was the one that we were supposed to see. That they yes. Said? And I had to come out and say, "Oh, more bullshit. This is clickbait." Now we're getting news about things that were supposed to happen involving Fire to the Thirteenth and not. And I've had a real piss poor attitude apparently. And you know what? <laughs>
1: Dave, to be honest, you've always been this unpleasant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to be unpleasant. I, my heart was broken because of the Friday the 13th thing. Even though I knew it was going to happen, I felt bad again. So someone said something, hey, you know, they make fun of me because I call everything clickbait. So I don't want to be negative at all. I think I just felt, you know, honestly, because of the Friday thing. It broke my heart. I think I got a little bitter for a short time about it, and I can't do that anymore. So, if you guys want to talk shit, I'm not going to lead the discussion. I'm going to throw in something here and there, but Dave Z will not be negative. Dave Z, it
2: was just... it wasn't about talking shit by any means. It was just that as I was reading it, which was it actually? It, I think Mark NATO put the question out there, and it was uh, a lot of feedback came through, and I was enjoying reading down the list of uh, you know comments made by other uh, other listeners. The reality is, as I was reading this. I said, "Wow, I feel like we do that, we do that, we do that." I know it's two different shows. You know, the Horror Cast and Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast are two completely different shows. They well, sure, horror, but
0: but Mark Nato said he didn't say the Horror Cast. He said, "As podcast listeners, what you know, what do you not like to hear when you listen to a podcast?" Now I don't remember. Uh, you guys made it sound like they said a lot of things that were pertaining to our show, not inadvertently or in or not inadvertently say what you want to say about the, about w- what was said. Uh, I'm curious now.
2: Well, I guess to each their own. I mean, some people are just saying they don't like listening to Howard Stern 2.0. They okay. where it's a, a joke a minute. You know what? I got to say, I do like that. I actually want, what I want is exactly how we orchestrate the show, how we do it. And what that means is a blend of comedy with the horror news. Now, it doesn't always have to be whack-a-whack-a-whack-a. Wacka, wacka. Uh, we, we, we really do deep dive into some of our reviews and whatnot as well. There's a lot of horror content. When you listen to the last show, there are jokes throughout, but there's a <laughs> lot of horror content as well. That
1: was a great show.
2: <laughs> if we do say it was. so ourselves. That was, that's, that,
1: was what, that was the most fun show for me. One of the most fun shows. Another thing was self-congratulatory hosts... <laughs> Hey, listen, all I'm saying is my top 10 list was so much better than both of yours. That's all I'm
2: saying. I'm just saying, again, might be a cop-out to each their own. This is what we do. This is what makes our show, I think, different. There's a lot more. There's a lot of other immature shows out there. I've I've heard them. I've turned them off. You can't get through them. I think right. ours is a great blend.
1: No, I think when it comes to the horror content where we, we focus and we... We give hopefully the listeners what they want. In terms of the juvenile jokes, it's not even it's not like we're scripting this stuff. We just come on, we bust balls and have a good time. Yes. I, I don't I don't and I don't think it's affecting anything because, you know, people are listening, people are responding positively. So I mean it's one thing if like a million people were coming out saying, Hey, you know, you guys would be so much better if you'd stop doing this or this, you know, so and we haven't gotten that. You're not right. that I would not that I would necessarily change anything anyway. I'm just saying
2: well, it would be a different show then. And I, yeah. I think that's, that's it just, it's, it's frustrating when you read that and when you, when you pertain it, and I guess maybe I was just looking at and, and getting my back up a little bit. Cause I'm like, yeah, well, this feels like it's describing what we do, but I feel like we do that well. And I guess if they don't think so, they just wouldn't listen. So yeah. Yeah. I guess it that, ends that's, there.
1: How, that's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. Like, like I read the same post thinking that I'm like, Oh my God, is this, are they talking about exploding heads? But it, it doesn't matter because we enjoy what we do, and I, I feel we do it well as well.
2: And the fact congratulations, that congratulations, boys! Yeah, we and the fact well. that we thought it was us just shows how arrogant we actually
0: are. <laughs> yeah, let me,
1: let me congratulate myself on doing this so
0: well. Uh, uh, awesome. listen. That's the funny part is that the two of you said it last show that you thought they were talking about us and I didn't see anything that, that reminded me of us.
1: I, I, you know what, honestly, <laughs> we were half-choking. It's not It's not like I honestly thought this person was posting about us. It, just, exactly. it, was, no. exactly. it felt like it was descriptive of our yeah, show.
0: That's,
2: that's exactly it. I mean, we're, was, we're having some fun more, with oh, it now. But. Exactly.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, the, the, look, at, I've listened to Juvenile Show. And I'll th- I've taken part in it. I'll tell you what, when we do Banana Laser, we're just bullshitting the whole time. That I could see an outsider coming and listening to, and saying, "I don't like these guys. All they're doing is talking about dicks and, and, and jokes." I can't and, make it through an episode and shit like that. And Friday the Thirteenth nonstop. Surprise! If it's dicks, you'd be all over that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's an acquired taste, banana. Not dicks, banana <laughs> <laughs> <Right. But laughs>
1: Both are an acquired taste.
0: Right there, you go. And, and that's what we do. But see. And skeleton crew, for that matter, who who was the jump off, who got me started? And there's a lot. But but the thing is, I got a lot. We got this was not planned. I wanted this to be a more serious show than than skeleton crew and banana leisure were when when I started. I even said I wasn't going to have too many f bombs and this and that. And we're
1: sorry, no cursing.
0: The, no, listen. <laughs> I
1: feel, this is I feel our like natural. Per-
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm glad you brought it because it's more natural. It it brings out the best in our personalities and. The two best shows, my two favorite shows to listen to in the history of listening to podcasts are Skeleton Crew and 22 Shots of Moods and Horror. I wanted this show to take the best elements of those shows and combine them, and I think that's what we do here. Well, that's cool.
2: See? Positive Dave comes through.
0: Yeah! Positive <laughs>
2: Dave!
1: Dave yes. Nato. Shout out, Todd. Shout out to Exploding Heads, guys.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <How> y'all. <yes. much. laughs>
2: <laughs> yay me yay you and yay you let's talk hey, over each other now for the next minute we don't
0: do that either and a lot of tier one shows do and a no. lot of tier one shows are just I'm not going to say boring are just very analytical and they look at it and they say okay we're going to talk about um, Christmas horror and they break it down from a like a smart thing a critical. that's,
2: that's why we don't do it from a smart thing Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> show, the shallow and the horror—that's what we are, right, Dave?
0: Correct. The
2: from an educate,
1: and- from like an educational point of view, where they drop in serious knowledge.
2: We're remedial. Oh, not that we- remedial podcast.
0: Okay, <laughs> we could do that. We have that in us. We're intelligent enough beings that all- we can come on here and dissect a movie.
1: We've done yeah, it before. all. Yeah, well, no, we dissect the movies, but in right. terms of in terms of approaching each show based on like a theme or something, and and that's just more about research and stuff and presenting it in a fun way. Whereas I don't think people want to listen to us do that. There's other podcasts that do it so well.
0: Yes. And if that's their cup of tea, then break yeah. it up, baby. You know, like kiss but says, Lick look it up. It up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Now,
2: full disclosure though, that half the start of that story was true. There's a British guy at work really in a podcast. I told him we had one, uh, but he's not into movies, which I thought was weird. He doesn't watch movies at all. So that's where we left it. I haven't got any of the feedback. So it'll be interesting to see if he actually listens or not. But if he's not a movie fan and specifically a horror movie fan, then the jokes are only get you so far. I mean, how many balls in Brandon's face jokes can you get through? And when you're talking horror movies as well, he's going to click. I can take them all night. Yeah. You can.
0: (laughs) He might not be able to. Now, is there anything else on that list that you wanted to bring to, to the, to the forefront? The two of you? That that don't apply to us, since you wanted to talk about this list.
1: Nothing that applied to us, but I thought you were going to broach another subject, perhaps.
0: I will. Oh, okay. I might have a few subjects to broach. Why don't you tell me what you thought I was going to discuss? I'll leave it up to you.
1: Um, I thought you were going to broach another post from the horror cast, that Oh. Recently, I I know. Um, I believe Mark NATO actually took it down. Okay. I, I think he did, in a straightforward way. I think we could talk about it a little bit and just because i think it's something that applies to all podcasters especially within our tight community
0: true yeah don't don't hack and and, and somebody hacked the academy awards <laughs> yes
1: basically i mean look I, last week we started our round robin review segments i i think i said it that it's a direct ripoff of uh 22 shots is what we watch I like their, I like their WWW and I was like, okay, triple R
0: instead of WWW. But, but, but we didn't say that on the show. We did No, we said it in chat with them and it was started organically.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, no, but I just want to say like that, that idea of like coming up with three words with the same letter was like, okay, they do WWW, let's do RRR. I mean, look, we do a hall of lame. They have the hall of shame.
0: Right. Again, (laughs) with 22 (laughs) shots.
1: We're 23 shots. (laughs) <laughs> we're one better
0: <laughs> remember with 22 shots when I said I didn't want our um, our, show our, hall- as, our show to be
1: as bad as theirs yeah I remember
0: that, that. too that too yeah mm. I, did, I didn't want 28 to be the number to get into our hall of fame because that was theirs and I didn't you know what I'm saying and I remember talking to JP about it and him saying yeah. no I want. I hope you guys do it the way we do it because we're like yes. sister shows, this and that. It's easier for references. And then he said, "You guys should each do a segment. Christian should have a weekly segment of Canadian horror. You should have a weekly segment of this. I should have a weekly segment of this, etc." And I said, "No, I don't want to do that because that's what you guys do. Moods has the Italian stallion. You've got Horror 101. They have they have their own specific segments." Right. You guys
2: have the Italian stallion. Me.
0: What am I? Chop, chop liver?
1: <laughs> Dave's the Italian stallion, and I will be starting Horror 102 tonight.
0: <laughs> and Christian's the Italian scallion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had scallops tonight, by the way. You guys ever have scallops? Uh, yeah. Aren't those, aren't those an aphrodisiac? Oh, no <laughs> wonder I'm so fucking horny. Oh, okay. Those are oysters. <laughs> Wasn't was this good. on the list, talking about non-hurt stuff? Yes, we're not talking about food and what I have for dinner. You're right. We don't do that here, and I can't stand when they do that. They're hey, right. scallops. We got the Italian scallion
1: and the Italian scallop
0: here. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, don't hack. How's that? Let's keep it brief. Let's not, let's not hammer on it. You shouldn't yeah, hack other people. Just,
1: no, just give credit where credit's due. I hope everything gets resolved and it was all unintentional or non-egregious. Well, hey, a- Look at Oh
2: Mr. Thesaurus
1: <laughs> Jesus, I'm not even sure if I use that word correctly. Yeah. I'm not even sure if it's a word, but I'm yeah. I'm sticking with it. But you it's know fun. what I mean? I am being I'm being serious actually for for a second. Just to because just because it's you know, we're we're a tight community. We're we're rooting each other on. We're supportive of each other. There's you know, a lot of camaraderie there.
0: So. Yeah. Don't hack. That's the bottom line. That's what it comes down to. Just don't hack other people's shit. You know, what episode
2: Academy Awards?
0: Right, not the Hack Academy Awards, especially. Right, I mean, it's right in there. Hacking the Academy. That's amazing. <laughs> we can only I'll tell you what, I will say something. I will put a little bit of shame because I don't like when people do this. I was on Horror Amino. And as always, I'm trying to get some cross promotion, you know, and, and see see what happens. And somebody came up there and they made a post. And it's, did you guys ever hear of terror threads? No.
1: Is, that a shirt, is that a shirt company?
0: It is a shirt company, much like Fright Rags. Okay? okay. So Terra Threads comes up there. And I and I hate to even uh, – I'm throwing shade on them. But I'm going to see what happens. Yeah. I am, but I'll, I don't I want to.
2: I'll bleep the name out.
0: Well <laughs> – <laughs> They're, now, I see a new t-shirt company. I'm like, okay, maybe they want some exposure. Let me approach them. Maybe I see. Maybe we can do a little cross promotion. Maybe we can have a giveaway. They can give us a shirt. Who knows? We can get on their site. They can get on ours. I don't know. So I reach out to Threads. I send them a message. And I, and I say something nice. You know, hey, yada, 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 yada. Not only not only did I not get a, a, a return email, but I did not get a return email.
2: <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was coming.
0: <laughs> and I, I mentioned something a week later. Five days passed, and they made another post, and I just said, okay, apparently not, LOL. So they, they couldn't even take the time to say, oh, we're not interested in doing that right now. Thanks, but no thanks. We're doing this, this, and this. Then <laughs> I was really pissed off this one morning. Uh, three Two bad things happened. What were they? One was the Hacking the Academy, and then something else happened the same morning. You guys remember? There was two things that went down. That were really pissing me off. It's hard for me
1: to take Christian seriously. He looks like a baby in a crib looking <laughs> up at a mo. No, no. <laughs> he... <I'm> a... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I can't stop thinking he's a giant man baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. Uh, I'm trying to think. Do you remember what the other story was? Oh, a visual joke. I know what it was. It was a certain tier one group page. And I, listen, I am in that group page. I don't have any problem with that group page. The guy um, that runs it doesn't care when I come on there and, and, and I advertise our show. When we drop a new show. Now, when I asked him if he needed an admin when they first started, not only did I not get a response, but I didn't get a response. But <laughs> that's another story. But that's okay. That's okay. I'm not going <laughs> to complain about that. But somebody came on there and said, hey, remember I put a post on our page about it, about people that complain because there's multiple postings.
1: Oh, Yes. Yes. And I
0: said, be happy that you have people posting and all. Absolutely. right? Yeah. yeah, come on. So they that was going on and that, that 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 ruffled my feathers, and then the whole thing with hacking the academies was going on. And then so I was a little bit bitter. Then all of a sudden, that group terror threads put up a thing in Amino. I'm like, okay, so I gave them the benefit of a doubt. I said, maybe they're just not looking at they're not on. they're not that's why they haven't seen my message. and they're putting up new posts. Hey, we have a new shirt, and it was stranger things. The people from Stranger Things, and they were like covered like the guys from Kiss, you know, like Gene mm. and Ace and all, you know, and I'm like, OK, that. So I happened to be on there and I got a notification on my phone saying terror thread. So for a second, I was like, wait a minute. Maybe they answered. Nope. A new advertisement for Stranger Things. So all I because I was in a pissed off mood, I responded to their to their post. And all I said was now I didn't say anything bad like shove it up your ass. I this love positive sucks.
2: Dave.
0: I'm not a kid. <laughs> but, Well, see, that was the other day. Now I'm being positive. But this is what happened. All I said was forget it. Forget it. Does that necessarily mean I hate the shirts or I hate the company or I was being a jerk? Sounds like you gave
1: up on life. Ah, forget (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) Maybe I was saying they're great. Like, ah, forget about it. Look at these shirts. You know, I don't know. Well, anyway, all I said was forget it. And then I looked a little bit later. And not only did they not respond, but they... Completely wiped that out as if it never existed. My comment. Was oh. Yeah, I was. I was just that uh, an insignificant thing. So terror threads. So buy not your only... shirts from
2: Fright Rags, everybody. And Fright Rags is a place to go.
0: Stop! Stop! No, there's more to
2: the story. Oh, Nothing Fright Rags Fright is not Rags.
0: the place to go. No, no, no. Fright Rags is fine. They're just... rotten cotton. Get them from Listen. Jason Lloyd. They're pricey. Well, that too. But Terror Threads isn't even cheap. I thought maybe if you're competing with Fright Rags, you're gonna, you know, come in and say let's have cheaper shirts. You know what I mean? That would be something they would do. But no. So, the story continues. There is a company. Evidently, <laughs> there is a company. Okay, and they are called GruesomeEvolution.ca. They're from Canada.
1: Oh God, sorry. I heard Canada. I don't like where this is going.
0: Here we go. They have shirts that are fifteen dollars and they got some good friggin' shirts and other merchandise. So move. gruesome yes. <laughs> Gruesomeevolution.ca. If you want some shirts, go and check them out.
1: They're only Cronenberg shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and they have some and they have some Mountie
2: hats. <laughs> they made by the five Mexicans we have up here. <laughs>
0: And here we go again, Brandon. Now you're in the doghouse. He's doing it again. What did I do? I'm I'll tell you joking. what. You, oh, you're just joking. I'll tell you what you're doing. A guy came on our group page and said, "Oh, geez, I wish I would have known that you guys had a deal with Horror Pack. I made I made a purchase last week yeah. without the knowledge that you guys were that they were a sponsor of yours. So, as I so said, he, last so week, he
1: doesn't so he doesn't listen to the show then.
0: He listens to the show. He listened to show thirty one and heard me say horror pack, but then he, he also took me, heard He took me seriously. That I know that I stopped talking about it because you making a joke about <laughs> having a sponsor. Which you're and you're about to do it again with gruesome gruesome evolution. <laughs> oh, there are sponsors now? I love them. Yeah. And horror pack is too. Horror pack.
1: I want, a, I want a polyester pinhead hat.
0: Listen, maybe It'll you'll ship get... ship to the States. <laughs> <laughs> Horror pack slash, explode slash go slash exploding heads. Now, if you're going to buy it, that's where you buy it. See, we could have made our first pennies of the podcast history of exploding heads, but Brandon, because of your big mouth, we didn't... I'm, not, even- I'm, not I'm about not, about the body? I you hope sh- you're proud. You shoot the link to us again. Horror, uh, horrorpack.com. Backslash go, backslash exploding heads. Perfect. That's what it is. It would be nice to get a penny. I mean, a penny.
1: Wow, who's no. the Jew in this uh,
0: podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm just saying. I see these first-year podcasters just <laughs> sending them gifts. Oh, I even saw one the other day in the group page. Hey, what's what's your guy's address? I want to send you guys a gift package. Oh, my like, Shit.
1: Now, that's cool. Go go ahead. I'm I'm joking. I I hope people know that. Go ahead. P- plug
2: plug away.
0: I've plugged it. It's okay. It's done. It's, it's already
2: fine. done. It was done a couple of minutes ago. All right, <laughs> I I muted your guys' mics. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Start over. I've shamed him. I've shamed you. I've I, don't sh-
0: I don't feel I don't feel shamed. You've shamed me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wish we had a soundboard because then you could have pushed the button and there it is.
2: You I'm to telling great. you, we gotta get when well, I like, use the new software, we'll all have that going. I just don't know what we're gonna get that going.
1: <laughs> we'll mount it on the top of your crib.
2: Yeah, that's
1: it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my, my. People, people, are not gonna
1: get this, but this is gold right
0: here. <laughs> I know we gotta figure that shit <laughs> out. No video. <laughs> Our buddies do it. Um, not Death by Podcast. Um, Slice and Dice Podcast. Joey, yeah, they do that when they record on Oh on yeah, YouTube. yeah,
1: they do. They you do. You see the
0: whole thing. So if they can yeah. do it, I should just ask Joey how he does it, and then yeah. the problem solved.
1: <laughs> they got to see him like this.
0: Then he got baby Christian. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a mobile up there spinning around. i wait so waiting for like
2: him to reach up like, <laughs> for it. Yeah, he's got a video. I'll show drone, you like, my, the all beautiful. Fucking <laughs> guys,
0: I'm so, comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Be comfortable. I'm comfortable too. Look at me. Shit, you know, same deal. Cool. So guys. Uh, what else can we say? Uh, no more negativity. That that That's a, that's as negative as you're going to hear from me. I mean, unless we talk about a bad movie. But, I mean, that's, that's what we're here for.
2: I just wanted to bring it up because it was interesting when we read that. I know we brought it up last episode, but I said it would be kind of cool to actually go through the list and hit those people's comments and see it, yay or nay if it relates to us. But I think, you know what, this is what we do. Like I said earlier, broken record syndrome, and I think this is why people listen to our show.
1: Yeah, it's literally a joke because here's here's what you did, Dave. You even put it out there. What do what do the guys? What do the listeners want? Not the guys. The guys and gals. What do the listeners want? I'm
0: gonna read it off. It's a big list. It's gonna take a half hour, so we're not doing it tonight. But yes, but I'm sorry. Continue. No, but all
1: all I'm saying is nothing in that list is like stop doing this, stop doing that. It's just more content that they want, different content. It's cool. nothing. Neg- it's nothing negative. It's just. In addition, cover this, cover that. No one's saying, hey, stop doing you know, your juvenile jokes. Stop doing this. Stop doing that.
2: I was surprised that no one said check <laughs> Brandon off the show. But that, yeah. <laughs> oh, Hey, Brandon, I
0: wanted, I wanted to ask Brandon, is yeah. heebie-jeebies an offensive comment to, to a Jewish person? Heebie-jeebies? Yes. I don't think so. Okay, it must have been a joke because there's a guy. I was listening to another podcast, and the guy—it's a two guy show. Uh, which one is it? I forgot. It'll come to me later. Um, but one of the guys is Jewish, and one of the guys said something about heebie jeebies, and the guy said he goes, "Hey, he goes, wait a minute." Now they do comedy too. They have fun on their show too. So I didn't know if he was making a joke or it really was something. He goes, "Oh no," he goes, "Actually, that, that's offensive to Jews." And so, like I said, I don't know if he was joking or not. And so <laughs> I
1: don't, I don't think it is. I'm not 100 percent sure unless you said. Hey, that dirty Jew bastard gives me the heebie-jeebies. Then, <laughs> then, then I take offense to the heebie-jeebies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I can that. see that? I can see and that. Oh. that. I thought he had something going because heeb heebie Hebrew. I don't know. That's oh, why maybe,
1: I, maybe that's why he said heeb heebie. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. Maybe it was a joke. I don't. I honestly don't know if that term. Has any negative connotation with Jews?
0: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Heebie-jeebies. What's the origin? I'll do it later when someone else is talking. I won't hold up the yeah, shoe.
1: Google, uh, Google hateful Jew
2: slang.
0: <laughs> Heebie-jeebies. Is it a it's, it's bookmarked. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's in his favorites.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. We are going to plug one thing. I, I put it on the group page, but not everybody's on the group page. You guys should be if you're on Facebook, by the way. Exploding heads. We're the only one out there. We're on the group page. We're on Facebook. Um, no, our, our our friend Lauren Ashley Carter is starting her own podcast. Crazy. <laughs> Woo! Crazy. Congrats. See what, see what we did. She came on here one time and had so much fun. She said, I'm gonna I have to start my own damn podcast.
1: And she didn't give us credit. Way well,
0: to hack us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, LAC. Hacking the heads.
0: <laughs> well we'll see. Maybe we'll be on her show. Or maybe one of us will be on her show. Or
1: it's about sex, and I assume it's about human to human sex. So I'm You're... probably not allowed on it. <laughs> I'm out.
0: Listen to what it's called. The title is is It's Bloody Sex.
2: Yeah. What
0: do you think That's that is?
2: Stevenson said, I think it's about period <laughs> sex. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't mean like a period piece. <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah I know what he means Angel kisses
2: It's gonna be a serious show There's gonna
1: be a lot of heavy flow
0: oh. <laughs> Hey. Anyway her podcast is coming in March And we will keep you posted Do you guys have anything more? Do you have a gripe or anything? Yeah.
2: So no? you're you're positive but we're the fucking assholes now You guys have anything <laughs> that you want to piss on? <laughs> <laughs> on, a downer,
1: guess- on a downer note I don't usually do this But how about a RIP to Bill Paxton That was shocking reading that today
2: that was, yeah. that was shocking, man. And yeah. I, mean, that, that I was going to say that. You didn't mention his name or anything like that, right? I didn't mention his yeah, name. Yeah, who? I, well, I'm I not was looking tra- at Brandon here.
1: No, I was talking about aliens last night with, with a couple of friends, but... 61 years around. old, man. It was freaking yeah. bad. Yeah. I know, yeah, I know we've
2: talked about this. It's, it's always going to happen. But that's the freaky ones. We're not talking yeah. about the ones that like are in the you know, late 80s, etc., etc. We're talking about like a freak, like complications from a surgery... Yeah. Wow. Like, that's just kind of weird. Yeah, and what happened? Yeah, complication yeah, well,
1: from, from, from heart surgery. And look, he uh, just started uh, his show. His new show just premiered, the Training Day show. Really? Yeah. He was one, one of the stars of, of Training He was the star. Jeez, it was te- terrible.
0: Yep, that's a shame. That is yep. a shame. No, I did not mention his name, so you can't blame me. We did not say his name on the last show. I, I did not. It's just get off my my back i did not do it let's get to emails amanda w hey guys how's it going so my question for the three of you is what are your favorite horror movie soundtracks here are some of my favorites the witch let the right one in it follows only lovers left alive and the neon demon and an honorable mention to beyond the black rainbow the movie is a thriller sci-fi so not full-on horror the score is amazing and kind of dreamlike. I definitely recommend it, and also the movie if you haven't seen it. Keep up the great work, guys, and I look forward to your next episode. Head out for life. Later, Amanda Wigglenick. Yeah. Yay! Head out for life. Hey. I like that. Yeah. Like Hf, that. HFL or H4L?
2: Well, we did this on our year-end show, so we talked about last year's, and The Witch, Neon Demon, I think both came up in all of ours. I yeah, said Masks. I thought that yes. was great.
1: I said Southbound, which I thought yeah. was re- was a really good soundtrack.
2: But going back, Requiem for a Dream. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I love that soundtrack. And John Carpenter's The Fog. Uh, actually, there's a lot Carp- of John Carpenter Car- soundtracks Carpenter. out there.
0: Yeah, you can't go wrong with Carpenter. Yeah, you know, we did we did feel this question before. You're right. And now, now I remember that you said. But it's okay that this bears repeating. I'd say the first three Halloweens are all awesome, uh, for different reasons, though. Like, there's some that I like to watch in the context of the film, and there's some that I like to put headphones on and listen to. You know what I mean? Like Suspiria Excuse you. and The Shining, I love them in the context of the film, as I'm watching them. But I don't like to listen to them sitting around. Same thing with Halloween 1 and 2. They're great in the film, but as an actual... If you purchase the soundtrack... They get a bit repetitive because they go back and forth with the main theme and different variations of the main theme. They're great, but now Halloween three to me that, that that's like king. I can just sit down and listen to it, and I'm blown away.
2: I know you don't like the movies, but Halloween four and five have great soundtracks.
0: Yeah. I agree. the The best thing about Halloween five is its soundtrack. It's it's a better soundtrack than four even. It, yeah, it is. It, okay? it actually is. Yeah. And,
2: yeah, I I used to have that one uh, on uh, on CD. Signed by Clive Barker, sold on eBay. But, <laughs> no, but I had. I it was. It's a fantastic soundtrack.
1: Saw, I love the Saw soundtrack. Yeah, man.
0: You don't think Saw of it, really
2: well, think about the end. Remember the end scene. And yeah, you I know, know what? You know when that, I think of soundtracks, yeah,
1: man. I'm thinking almost. I'm thinking almost of like main scores at times because I don't necessarily listen to total ch- soundtracks sometimes. You know when you're talking about. Scores. Um, that's one thing about when you say soundtracks. Yeah, that's what song- I
0: think that's what she means.
1: Yeah, because right. there's songs from movies that are played in movies that I love, that I listen to, like, on my iPod all the time. Like, like Moana? Uh, actually, what? it's supposed to be very good. I haven't seen it yet.
2: I saw it with the kids. It's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I We, I we like did the- feel this question before because I said Lady I like in the Water. The
1: right.
2: Sorry, yeah. Brandon.
1: No, I was going to say, I like actually listening to the Suspiria soundtrack separate from the movie. Do you really see? Yeah, I
0: do. I I like it to a degree because they put that piano composition in there and they Mm -hmm. put something else in there. And it just feels kind of out of place. Like the rest of it's trippy, goblin, awesome. But then they got those two tracks in there that that just don't fit with the context of the rest of it where it's kind of jarring. You know know how you said you love the Neon Demon and I told you this is the conversation we had on Skype one night. But yeah, I I said that, that the song that you absolutely love, which comes on during the end credits.
1: Yeah, the Sia song.
0: It, it's a great song, but I do not have it in my iPod. I took it out because if I listen to that soundtrack, I don't want that song coming on at the end. It doesn't fit in with the rest of the mellow, trippy synth of the rest. Yeah. of Yeah, well, you know? that's
1: the only song with lyrics, right? Is yes. everything else? Everything else is just instrumental. Okay. Oh
0: no, no, there's another jam, but it fits into me. I won't. Wanna... Okay back down you know that song it's called oh, yeah Nine. yeah is that okay. tom petty <laughs> no that would be and i won't back down no it's not bad but <laughs>
1: i couldn't tell the difference
0: from a or b
1: yeah they both sounded like tom petty
0: <laughs> <laughs> i won't back down see get it and then there's i won't back down different right
1: yeah. Not at all.
0: You can stand <laughs> me up it's
1: at the, and the hell. But... That's night and night. right there. <laughs> That's night and a little later yeah,
0: on at night. It's like dusk and twilight. <laughs> apples and apples. Okay. But yeah, you know, there, there is a ton, but I, if you're thinking soundtrack beginning to end, there's a lot of carpenter, there's a lot of goblin. I don't know. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of a... Zombie. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. That sounds <laughs> Even that movie that I don't like, freaking uh, *Cannibal Holocaust*. Oh, how did I fail to mention that? I was actually
1: thinking that earlier. You don't like the movie?
0: Well, no, not no, not *Animal
3: remote.
1: Death*. Oh no. yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm totally against that. That film works totally without that, but uh, but yeah, that soundtrack's amazing.
0: I hate the characters. That's a movie where people sometimes talk about characters, and you got to care for them. And I say sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. They're so. Reprehensible. I, I hate those freaking people. They go that's out there. The and they, that's they the rape point. Them. Well, then I know. It's just. It's it's you
1: know, a social commentary, you know, differenti- differentiating between, you know, who's really a monster here. You know, we're seeing this cannibal shot It's supposed to be.
0: It worked. It worked on me then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who? Anybody want to shout out some more? Some more quick soundtracks that you could think of? Or no?
2: I'm good. I'm good.
0: Fright Sp- Night. The Omen. Fright Night in The Omen. Okay, all right. Let's wrap it up and go on to the next question. What What do we got next? <laughs> all right. Well, guess who's back? Take a wild guess. Christian. Christian. We have... Well, not well, no, 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 not Christian. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we knew Christian was coming back. Hello, hello.
3: I don't
0: know. Oh stop. Dave. I'm sorry. I don't know how you don't love that. <laughs> it reminds me of of a fucking of a uh. Maybe, is it is it like an old Frenchman or something? Hello, him. hello. I don't know. I just. But look at like look at his face after he says it. It's it's. Well, oh so, me. So
1: no, Christian's face after he says it. It's like a he's like
2: a little kid in a candy store. He's oh, smiling.
0: Okay. I never looked at his face when he did it. I like
2: the Christian coming of age show for Christian. I was like
0: like an infant (laughs) toddler,
2: uh, infant for the first segment. I'm now like a little kid.
0: (laughs) What's next? He's going to be an old man by the time it's over. He's going to be our giving
2: tree.
1: He's he's Ben Button. He's Ben Button at the end.
0: (laughs) I'm going backwards?
1: Yeah, you're going to be an old baby. (laughs) I don't know.
0: All right. So, okay. Seriously, guess who's back? We have an email from somebody we haven't got an email from in a while. Sc. Sc. Yes, he's back. <laughs> yes. So, uh, let let me try to start it off. Okay, Sc. Greetings, gentlemen. It's your good buddy. St- <clears throat> Excuse me, I can't even read it. Greetings, gentlemen. <laughs> it's your good buddy Stephen Carpenter writing into you guys again since you guys keep begging for more of my emails of epic proportions. It's true. I'm afraid I'm way behind on listening to the podcast. See, that explains why we haven't heard from him. Inexcusable. Oh, I know. It is. I still have yet to listen to any of your solo episodes on the Hellraiser episode. Pardon me. Oh, I can't read them. we
3: <laughs> I mean, just begun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Has he listened to the 2086 show? <laughs> <laughs> He's way ahead. <laughs> He's- Okay, let me try this. Take three. I'm afraid I'm way behind on listening to the podcast. I still have yet to listen to any of your solo episodes or the Hellraiser episode, but I will get to them all eventually. You forgot to mention episode 31, but okay. Happy birthday to me. I assure you, you guys are so fucking entertaining. I could listen to you guys review a brain of trash bag for a, an hour and a half. Okay, See? <laughs>
1: All right, that's a good segue into our hefty review. <laughs> I was going to talk about Glad.
0: <laughs> hefty, hefty, hefty. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. You guys remember that commercial?
2: Yeah. Nine out of time. you You've got Glad as a brand. Yeah, we like have GLAD. glad. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, when you're glad. Oh no, what was it? Don't get mad, get glad. <laughs> that's a better slogan. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. I, I can dig it. That's going to be my, that's my slogan on this show. No more negativity. Cause of the Don't get mad, get glad.
2: It seems like a therapist. It's like a, like a therapy letter for you. See, a he letter.
1: <laughs> right. See, he, he and like a, help. and like a trash bag, you're throwing away all your negative energy. <laughs> we are a so little bad. bit of a stretch. Do we need a force flex?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whoo. Okay, Okay, continue. (laughs) Anyways, I haven't really watched many horror movies lately. I'm still trying to catch up with all the great movies I missed from last year. I did recently pick out the Blu-ray of Train to Busan and Masks, but I have yet to actually watch either of them yet. Okay? Get to it. Shit, hold on a second. I I have a boy, oh boy, oh boy, SC. We love you, but hold on a second.
1: You're killing Dave.
0: (laughs) Hold on. I think I figured this out. I think I have figured this this email business out. It's actually a voicemail. (laughs) That's the
1: problem. (laughs) He's trying to read a voicemail.
0: (laughs) You're right. You're right. Now, wait a minute. I think I've got it figured out. I think I know how to – I can handle SC. Check it out. I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and then check this out. I'm going to do this. (laughs) <laughs> nothing's happened
4: good buddy steven carpenter writing into you guys again since you guys keep begging for more of my emails of epic proportions i'm afraid i'm way behind on listening to the podcast i still have yet to listen to any of your solo episodes of the hellraiser episode but i will get to them all eventually i assure you you guys are so fucking entertaining i could listen to you guys review a brand of trash bag for an hour and a half Anyway, I haven't really watched many horror movies lately. I'm still trying to catch up with all the great movies I missed from last year. I did recently pick up the Blu-ray of train to Buzin and masks, but I have yet to actually watch either one of them yet.
1: <laughs> okay, is wait a is it actually Train to Busan? Is that SC <laughs> is that S C or S <laughs> H?
2: Stop making fun of me. <sighs> Okay, wait. <laughs> so
0: now I got, Now we can continue on piece by piece. Now we got to listen because we didn't Ooh. hear this part
4: yet. I did see a couple of horror movies lately, though. My best friend recently dragged me to go see the last Resident Evil movie in theaters. Are you guys fans of these movies? My friend was a fan of the other films, but I had not seen any of the previous Resident Evil movie. I knew almost nothing about it, and going in with pretty low expectations, I thought it was about as good as I expected. It was a pretty generic zombie action movie. I'm not sure I would even classify it as a horror film. There was a lot of backstory and crap like that, which I knew very little about. But overall, the film wasn't a total abortion I thought it might be.
0: <laughs> okay. So, total abortion. I wow. Let's respond to that
1: first. Thank you, Professor. Oh, he's not done?
0: Uh-huh. It's SC. Well, I think we should respond piece at a time, you know? So... um. What was he talking about? Resident Evil.
2: Okay, well I've seen every one except for the last one. I like the first one. First I one, do too. The, the first one is on the theater. The second one's almost incomprehensible. Like, I mean, it's it's all over. The, it just is crazy. Hmm. But it's I enjoyed it. They're fun to watch. Yeah, they're fun to watch. You know, Ebert pisses me off with a lot of his horror reviews, oh, but wow. yes. I remember watching <laughs> his review for Resident Evil, and boy, is he right for that one scene. And that one real cool thing with the, the lasers that slice the guy. Yeah. He oh, yeah. talks about awesome. why would the system not just shoot that one out right at first? <laughs> because if the the lead up to that is the system shoots one that he could jump over, then one that he could dive under, and then one, oh. one that he can move around, and then it's like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I'll show you, and then does the slice and dicer at him. It's <laughs> like, why wouldn't the system just throw the slice and dice around him right away? And I thought, right. I thought, Ebert, good on you, man. That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That's something that we would bring up doing a movie review here, you know?
2: <laughs> but it's, it was funny. But you know, you give it a negative review because of that. I mean, that's the one that has probably the most horrific elements. They all have monsters and stuff.
0: I'll tell you what. I like the first one. I like the second one. Uh, I saw – I didn't see the first one at the, at the theater. Uh, my wife – my ex – oh, my God. My first wife did. Oh, I can't believe I said that. I'm so used to saying my wife. But anyway, my, my first wife. wife, she was into it. She saw it, and she said, no, it's really good. Check it out. And she was a horror fan. So I was like, okay. And I enjoyed it. And then we both went to see Apocalypse at the theater. Oh, it was, was Part 3 Apocalypse? Am I wrong? Either way. I, the first two I liked. The third one, I was so-so on it. And then at the end, they had a whole bunch of multiple um, – what's her name? Alice? Yeah, it just it went to a place I didn't like, and I was like, eh, I don't know. Then after that, then all of a sudden they came out with an animated one, and then I was like, well, then after that, bottom line, I fell out of it, and I never went back to it. So that that's my story about Resident Evil.
2: They all start sort of mashing together after a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. All I heard was you fell out of someone's bottom. No, oh, well, what did you think about it? If you watched I, me? I I saw the first three or four, and um. I enjoyed them for what they were, but I I never continued on. I'm not. I didn't watch the animated one, i I, I had no interest in any of the newer ones. Not really my type of thing anymore. Well, it's over with. I'd yeah no. I mean, I'd watch them if we were like covering them or something, but otherwise, there's so much other stuff that I want and need to watch that Resident Evils don't pop up that often on my list of to watch.
0: I feel you. like I said. The first one, the first one, I like the first two. You yeah. said you like most of them, Christian?
2: No, they're like, they're, as a jumbled mess, yeah. Because I kind of <laughs> like jumbled mess movies. Like, I, I I, love movies like that. Like, you know, the so bad, they're good. It's okay. Film. That's really like the whole series matched together. I find that with Underworld as well. Underworld and oh. Resident Evil are like interchangeable. It's just like Underworld one, two, three, four. I think they're up to five with that. But this was number yeah. five that just came out. They're all, I, I couldn't tell you what happens in any of them. Yeah, and that's, the one. that's another one.
1: <laughs> that's another one I gave up on. Like, the first two were pretty cool. And then, you know, and then it took, like, too long in between. You know, every five, six years it's coming out, and they're expecting you to remember what happened. It's like, I'm yeah. not going back and rewatching them, so I just kind of fell out of those as well. Sorry? She still looks good, though. She's still able to oh, she's play that amazing. part. She still looks, yeah, yeah she, she doesn't age.
0: They both look good, both of those girls. Mila and
1: uh, oh, oh, for Resident Evil, yeah, Mila Jovovich, yeah, she doesn't
0: age either, <laughs> yeah, she looks good. And, and what's her name does from uh, Kate what's Beckinsale, her name? Kate Beckinsale, yeah, I've never seen a minute of any underworld movie though, so I can't say to me that seemed right off the bat, like it was too bubblegummy. I just, I don't know, I just, yeah, it's, it's it's
1: it's the it's again, it's action. It's kind of yeah. like action Hollywood horror, but it's... Wasn't yeah, it, it was like
0: a... werewolves and versus zombies? Or, or, no, it was zombies. But, vampires, yeah. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, it just didn't... The concept didn't do it for me. Where well, Resident Evil was actually zombies, right? I mean, just seemed more horrific to me. I just never bothered with Underworld, but... Either way, it is what it is. All right, let's continue on. We got more from Steven here. Professor, <laughs> professor.
4: Another horror film I just recently saw for the first time was As Above, So Below. I'm sad to say I was very disappointed with this film. Going into the movie I loved the premise of a group of people going into the tunnels under Paris and getting lost. Early on I was totally on board with the film, but in the end the film just didn't bring any of the scares of creepiness I was hoping for. I don't want to go into spoilers, but I felt the ending or so-called twist was kind of lame. I think the creepiest part of the film was when the people going into the tunnels saw these strange women in the tunnels performing some kind of religious ceremony, but that was about it in terms of creepy or memorable moments. Were you guys big fans of this film? I believe I recall Christian saying he liked it, but I'm curious about what Dave and Brandon thought, too.
1: Brandon. (laughs) Dave and Brandon. (laughs) What did Dave and Brandon think? I actually, I, I liked it. I wasn't as high on it as some people. I know JP loved it. it I think it was like his number three film of the year. And you, you loved it too, right, Christian?
2: I really, I enjoyed it. I yeah. Love might be a strong word, but I, I, I remember really enjoying it.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. It's one I want to revisit. I remember the ending being a little like, like what, wait, what the hell's going on? But I definitely thought it was claustrophobic and definitely creepy.
0: I like it's on my list. It's one of the movies on my final footage list. So it's it's a good film. It is a good I just don't like the ending. I didn't like the way it ended. It was a little yeah, too that, that, optimistic that, that, for me. Yeah, I was li-
1: <laughs> yeah, I was a li- I was a little confused a little bit by the ending, but And uh,
0: confusing. Yes. Yeah.
1: But I did I did enjoy the film. I think I gave it something like a seven and a half or something like that. Yeah.
0: I thought it was yeah. hovering around
2: seven and a half. I may have gone to the eight mark, but I think it was seven and a half.
1: Yeah, which is a solid <laughs> score.
0: I'd say seven, seven and a half. I I, I think there's one thing. Last time I, I watched it, I noticed something. Things were a little bit too convenient for, like, the first half hour. Like, that one girl that was going down there, her father did the mapping. It was like she knew every answer to everything. Like, it was just a little too easy, I thought. Like, women. I don't know. Women. Women. <laughs> yeah, the difference is this one actually didn't She didn't think she knew the answers. She really did know the answers. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, ladies. I love you. I just, <laughs> but uh, yeah, as above, so below. We all we all kind of dig it. Okay, let's continue on with um. Where are you? Where are you, SC? I think this uh, maybe I should read again. Okay, so the main reason I haven't been watching many horror movies as of late is due to the release of Resident Evil Seven, which I have been playing on PS4. I played the game almost all weekend long, and I finally beat it last night. Hey, congratulations. And I must say that it's a phenomenal game. There are tons of incredibly creepy moments in the game with lots of memorable fights against some terrifying enemies. And there was even a small sequence in the game that reminded me a ton of Jigsaw's traps in the Saw series in which you are trapped in a room and must figure out a way out that I thought was incredibly brilliant. As horror fans, I think you guys would really appreciate it. I know you guys aren't big gamers. If you guys decide to pick up a PS4, or an Xbox One, I would say you must check out Resident Evil 7. Nice. Well, yeah,
1: I, I actually uh, beat it last night, but I don't have Resident Evil 7.
2: <laughs> and now to answer the question, shallow and a horror guy, uh, the only reason I haven't played this game is because I don't have a PS4. Uh, I've played all the Resident Evil games. I, I'm not a wow. huge gamer, but I love horror games, so I played all the Resident Evils. These are my favorite, favorite series. So I've, and I've cleared them all. So yeah, seven. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I've heard Is it big- backwards
1: compatible? Will it play on a ColecoVision? Vision?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. It okay. Coleco. <laughs> <laughs> just dust off the rollerball controller. And <laughs> it's, it's Set to go. It's not just for centipede. Oh, oh or
0: human centipede for that matter. <laughs> human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
2: coming. Out. Human centipede. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that'd be a great video yeah man (laughs) i can't can't think of centipedes without thinking of the human centipede i'm warped for life i i do have a ps4 i've had it for since they came out before that i had a ps3 i just don't have a lot of time for gaming or i choose to watch too many horror movies is what it comes down to i uh my, my ps4 everything runs through it it's blu-ray player there's netflix on there there's prime there's shutter there's hulu I, i'm constantly watching either blu-rays or streaming things i just they've taken movies have taken such a, a priority over video games in my life that i i will play i'll play rock band when i get my house back with with my wife and my daughter and i have just before dawn or is that what it's called the game, uh, the video until dawn i believe until dawn i'm thinking of that. <laughs> <Just before laughs>
2: dawn. It's a, com- <laughs> a smash up of uh, slasher movies. There.
0: Well, that yeah, that is a movie just before dawn, right? Imagine if that was a video game. Oh, Imagine God.
1: if curtains was a video game. I would love to play with the curtains.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the first and last time.
2: <laughs> hey. Why you're looking at the TV, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs>
0: The, I'll tell you, the jigsaw part sounds cool, the, the traps in, in the game. The
1: games and, always look awesome, these newer games. I Honestly, I haven't had a system in forever, but these newer games look insane. I just know with my personality, my addictive personality, if I start playing games, I'm not watching movies anymore.
2: Yeah. Dude, there's a trade-off, as she as yeah. just said, and that's exactly it. Like When you yeah. get into a game, that's it. You end up playing yeah. that game. Yeah. yeah, and I remember doing that with the,
1: you know, with Nintendo, with Super Nintendo, with, with television. even, even, no,
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: with, with even, you know, the first playstation, and or the television. First yeah, I had had Intellivision. television. See, yeah. nice. But yeah, and they, they're addictive. I just, I don't
2: know. You know just, that there's two saw games as well, right? Yeah. Did I you say it. I? <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, I? two saw games. I. Yeah, I. I. Just wanted to make Marty and every Rob feel at home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hello, happy hello. birthday, Marnie! <laughs> it's her birthday today. Is it really? Actually, oh. probably not her birthday anymore since she's like four days ahead of us. But uh, <laughs> 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 but it was her birthday, yes. So happy birthday, Marnie!
0: Happy yeah. birthday, Marnie! Happy birthday, Marnie! And happy anniversary! The Legend of Zelda was released 31 years ago today.
1: Happy anniversary, Zelda! See, yes. I hope you, I hope you and Link are still happy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be a horror fucking show. Yeah, that's right. Stop. Let's get back to the email. (laughs) Who was that? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Was that him?
2: sounded like like Saul. (laughs) Saul.
0: Saul. Yeah, where's that guy been, Saul? His shoes fell off. Yeah, his shoes (laughs) did fall off, I heard. Okay.
4: So you guys are right now on a slasher kick and talking about films like Happy Birthday to Me and Terror Train. I wanted to steer the conversation back to the paranormal side of things for a moment. You guys have talked about some excellent films about ghost stories in the past like burnt offerings and the house on Pine Street. But one thing I have not heard you guys discuss in the show yet is your own personal beliefs on the paranormal. So, do you guys actually believe the ghosts are the paranormal? If so, have you actually experienced any paranormal activity yourself firsthand? Or do any of you guys have a loved one or something like that who has had a legitimate paranormal experience before?
0: I'm gonna go on the record and say Christian doesn't believe in anything, and Brandon believes in everything. am I right?
2: Oh, you're so wrong it's, it's funny hey, can i can I go into my little stories?
0: please? that's what we're here for. Okay. Let's hear
2: I'll do the story one very quickly because it didn't happen to me. it happened to my so my wife Carrie, her boyfriend before me, supposedly his mom is what the entity's based off of what? yeah. Holy yeah shit. so th- and that that's true so when they have you met her? her i've never met her because i began to, i didn't even meet her ex-boyfriend so this is like going before my time but she told me that that movie was based on her experiences
0: so, we have no do we have any way to get a hold of this woman i can ask She. Oh,
2: she's shit. actually Let's you know it. funny enough she has like a place in ellicottville supposedly maybe i'm saying what? too much maybe i'm not supposed to say this stuff i don't know but yeah i don't she, think they're listening yeah, don't worry i doubt it yeah <laughs> Obviously, the movie took liberties. The base of the true story is just that, right? Well, yeah. But uh, sure. that that is so. That's a story through somebody else. So that didn't happen directly to me. I've always been like Dave would have said. I would have been like, "Fuck off, ghosts." <laughs> yeah, but I knew it. I one job when I was a and I don't if I told the story on the podcast. I apologize, but I'm going to tell it again. One job I had when I was a PA was at. um I forgot the name of the place in Oshawa it was a big mansion but if you said if you google haunted mansion in like Oshawa Ontario it's pretty much the first thing that pops up and we had to do a commercial shoot there just a random commercial shoot went there and I remember looking at the uh, looking at the front door because we were starting to load equipment up and in the window right beside the front door stood this like guy really like in like kind of like all dressed in old garb like kind of like knighted garb like just, yeah, like, know. Garb, yeah. makes <laughs> <laughs> it sound like a little more official. And then, so I'm just, uh, I'm, I go in, and I'm like, oh, like, what what, what commercial are we doing? Like, what is this? Like, a period piece? I'm like, no, why? I like, go, I just saw some guy dressed up in, like, from head to tail. They're like, oh, no, this place is haunted. There's nobody here dressed up like that. And I'm dead serious. Like, I saw this person clear as day in the window of the front door, and I went back to the prop truck, so I was like all giddy because I'm like I think, like I saw this thing like there's no way someone's either playing a trick on me, but there, there's nobody dressed like that. Everybody else is a jeans t shirt. There's nothing period piece to any of this or at, at all. And when I went back to the the prop truck, the guy says I'm not getting off this truck because I've heard stories that this place is haunted. And he was a firm believer in in that, and he was petrified of even getting close to the house. So I didn't know any of that before the shoot, I just happened to see this guy, and then by seeing that guy and inquiring about it opened up all this backstory to find out that this place is known for being haunted, so oh, wow. I guess I do believe in it, because I did see that and I would always be like, fuck off, like I said earlier you're, you're full of shit, it was something else but I saw my own tuna my own tuna eyes <laughs> my own two eyes your,
1: your, your, your own tuna eyes? tuna
2: eyes <laughs> 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 they're on oh, the side wow. of my head
1: I had I had a similar experience when I was a teenager. We moved into this house and immediately a- as a young teenage boy I just started to feel like I was possessed by a demon. And honestly, like the local priest tried to help us, but it was too late. I- like I had sex with my sister and, and Bert Young was there. I don't know <laughs> what was going on. But... What Burt <laughs> yeah, was- Young? Yeah, from Rocky. He, wow. no, he was my father. <laughs> and man, I'm so so happy that I found my real father because he was an abusive man that Burt
3: Young.
2: The funniest part of this is now I realize you're not a virgin.
1: No, I had sex with my sister. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, but for real, when I was younger, me and my two sisters, we, we in, the, in 1988, we befriended, uh, you know, a demonic spirit in the house. It didn't it didn't end well. C- uh, Katie and Christy. Shout out to, to my sister Katie and Chris. Out of here,
0: Katie and <laughs> Chris I'm like, oh, yeah, really, really? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, what a dick. <laughs> nah, um, I believe though. Why not? I have no no fun stories. I have a strange story, I guess, and and I I do believe too, but it's like some days I don't, but some days I do. Which I'm just kind of like back and forth on it, you know. At the end of the day, I'll say I believe. There are things that happen that can't be explained. So something is definitely up. So, yeah, I guess I do believe. I had something happen in my mother's house when uh, my brother and I were still living there. For This went on for a few months. And it, it, it started, it lasted for a few months, and it ended. And it can't be explained. And I'll make it brief. Uh, it just like It just began like small, lights going on and off. You know what I mean? Or a light... Not like flickering, but like you thought a light was, light was off in a hallway, but suddenly it was on. And this happened a few times. And then uh, my brother was home alone, and he was hearing all kinds of noise coming downstairs from the laundry room in the washing machine, like pounding, pounding, pounding like the thing was moving and there was something inside it. <laughs> and it wasn't me banging my yeah. – <laughs> I wasn't down there banging my girlfriend. No, I really, nobody was home but my brother. He told me about it when I got home, and he said – then he went down there, and it stopped. And just little strange things. And this just went on for a short time. And one night, my brother and I and a few of our friends, it was like a Friday night. It was like 1, 1.30 in the morning. I mean, we were partying. We were hanging around. We were talking about this supposed ghost being around things that were happening. And then all of a sudden, our phone started to ring. And uh, I don't know if you guys have, have heard of this, but like… Seven days. It <laughs> wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen it where you could have two phone numbers on the same phone and what I mean is if it rang twice it was my brother's phone number and if it rang once it was my mother's. Have you ever seen that before? Like two two phone lines hooked up to the same actual residence? No,
2: no, but I believe you.
0: Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, okay. I just, okay. If it it, ring, 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 if it's... Yeah, if it went ring, ring it was my brother's phone. If it just went regular ring it was my... I think I did, I remember that
2: from way back when. when Yeah, me too. I remember it now too. Yeah.
0: This is the, the late 90s, early two thousand, late 90s. So anyway, asshole. Uh, this is what was going on. We were talking about it. All of a sudden, my mother's phone just keeps ringing, ringing, ringing out of nowhere at this time of night, which is ridiculous. And then we, every time we go to answer, nobody there. So now we're getting freaked the fuck out. I mean, what the hell? Is, then a few minutes go by, and my brother's phone starts ringing, ringing, ringing. Now, there are very few people that know that knew my brother's and my mother's phone for that to even be happening. Like my brother's friends knew what he did. He was young. He didn't have a whole lot of people who had that number, but for both of those numbers to be ringing constantly like that for like an hour, it was just freaking straight up scary. Then we thought we heard something on the back deck, just weird things were happening. But the one thing that blew me away and it sounds like nothing, but to me, it's something we were, I was standing – we were talking again about the the recent things that were happening. My brother and I were having this discussion, and I was standing in front of the microwave, and all of a sudden, a piece of paper blows off the top of the microwave and lands on the counter in front of me. And that piece of paper just said, David and Michael, and that's me and my brother. And it always freaking freaked me out because there was no reason for that to happen. There just happened to be some, some papers on top of the microwave because it was like an elevated microwave that was like built in. And my mother had would keep a few papers there, sometimes bills and whatnot. So I don't know why my mother or whoever had written down our names and if it was a reminder what it was for, but we happened to be talking about it. What are my son's names? <laughs> <laughs> To-do list. Remember David and Michael.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: shit, But, yeah, those are the things that happened, and weird things went on for two or three months, and then it went away and never came back again. So because of that, I believe something's up. It's yeah. it kind of freaky,
1: you know, I got lost once in this dark realm, and I had to be rescued. I forgot what it was called. I think uh the further. Patrick Wilson
2: had to come rescue me. <laughs> it's a, it's a That's the, the mansion. It's called Parkwood Estate in Oshawa. And funny enough, it was actually investigated So years after my event on the Paranormal, paranormal Seekers, which is one of those shows, I guess.
1: Again. No wonder it's haunted. They killed a lot of uh, Jewish people there.
3: Oh,
0: I can't believe you said that.
1: Why, because you were thinking every time he says Oshawa, it sounds like Auschwitz?
0: <laughs> no. Because what I'm reading right now about the anti about the, the, the possible racial slur. Remember I told you I was going to Google it when someone else was talking as uh-huh. he put that up, I was looking at this and you said about killing Jews. Holy shit. Holy shit. this is freaky. Well it's- this is what Wikipedia says possible racial slur question mark HebGbs might have roots as an anti semitic racial slur. Hebrew Jews, though, I can't find any sources on the subject. Heebie-jeebies predates the slur. Merriam-Webster cites the first use of heebie or heeb as a slur from 1926, while heebie-jeebies is sourced as existing from 1923. More than likely a false entomology from those who may see it as a slur. So there you go. It's not uh, It's not a slur, but people think it. some people think it is. Okay. So we got to the bottom of that. Cool.
2: Yeah. Okay, That's what we now. do on this show.
0: Yeah, yeah. If anybody ever wondered about heebie-jeebies in, in haunted houses... There's a racial slur. We'll get to the bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's continue on. I see still going. Well, this yes. is epic. This is epic. This is SC, yeah. We could probably have a whole freaking show just answering these emails. <laughs> this fucking email. Right. Okay, let's see. So, what do you guys think? Are you
4: believers in the paranormal? Do you think it's just a load of bullshit? I'm very curious to hear what you guys think. Well, guys, I could keep going on with the questions, but I'm sure you guys are getting tired of reading this novel of an email. I look forward to catching up on all your shows hopefully soon.
2: Okay.
0: um, That's bullshit. uh,
2: Yeah, I don't believe it, even
4: with all my experiences I've had.
0: (laughs) Okay, and this is the last of it. (laughs) And then we can get out of this thing.
4: P.S. I hope Brandon and Black Phillip are finally back together. They made such a cute couple. And I hope Christian is still enjoying his job at the Canadian Circus when he isn't too busy bleaching his beautiful asshole. Keep up, good (laughs) work, fuckers.
2: How does he know it's beautiful? (laughs) I told him. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't shaved down there in weeks. I need need to landscape a little. And you sold Black Phillip. Yeah, oh, so those podcasts. the solo cast! Explain what happened to Black Philip. He's way you know what, behind. Just... Fucking disgrace.
0: I know. <laughs> Come on, SC. What is this? Yeah, step up. Step to your the game streets. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Attack the block. <laughs> Attack the block. <laughs> By the time he hears, it, it's going to be summertime. So whatever. Oh, <laughs> well, shit. Okay, guys, we have a couple of um, a couple of voicemails quickly. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, real voicemail, not as styles Okay, oh. let's, let's listen to some beautiful voices. As beautiful as Christian's? Yeah, okay. Hold up. Hey, guys. Travis Christian here. I've been watching something else with and was calling,
5: man, life's been crazy. How it is. Um, anyway, it's great to hear you guys back together again after that, Uh. oh, man, the,
3: the solo cast. Cool. Oh. Uh, no, I'm just fucking with you guys no. <laughs> so now. But you guys, you know, it just doesn't compare when you guys are of Your
5: chemistry, you know, you guys just set each other off. You Guys, doing a really great job. So I'm saying, great to hear y'all back together again, and uh, looking forward to uh, your next show. Sometimes Christian out. Oh, by the
3: way, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> how <it> ends.
2: What? <laughs> Maybe don't get another one. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> by the way. Bro. You know what? That was some good feedback for you too about the solo your solo cast. And yeah, you know what? <laughs> he he probably had to let the
1: next person use the payphone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, in prison, you're not a lot more than one phone. Call. I, I'm sorry Cordell. I mean, Travis.
0: <laughs> oh, I said drop the
1: soap. TC. Oh.
0: Uh, how about the ratings? We took the ratings, guys. We did it again. Oh, Is that yeah. what he
2: said? Did he say something about that?
0: No. No, but Christian what? was talking about the, the ratings. Yeah, we just oh, have to okay, make this about it.
2: Oh, okay. It's been a half an hour since we talked about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Christian, did you make the top ten with your solo kiss? Oh. I didn't see I needed you. more time. to. If I just had one more week, you would have seen the fifth spot. <laughs> <laughs> one more week, one more hour too, maybe. Hour. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> That's why Jason Lloyd was probably holding off for so long. It's like I got to get Christian in front of this
1: fucking. Yeah, idiot. releasing <laughs> the January ratings in March. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: shit! Nah, it was good, man. What was yeah, it? We one, did two, good. 4 and five. Okay. Gotta get uh, twenty-two shots in there somehow.
0: Yeah. They-
1: yeah, Dave, you got any yeah. any good news for us? Anything you want to tell us to cheer us <laughs> up? It's <that's> about you.
0: <laughs> I, I got nothing. I don't know. Unless I'm forgetting something.
1: Like, no? Christian, you're great, but everyone thinks I'm better.
0: <laughs> no, no. I, I was. I, I'll tell you what. I was the jump off, so I was gonna get the downloads regardless. I was the first one. Then they listened to mine and they said, "Ah, fuck this solo shit." Well, I mean, you know what I mean. So it was the trickle down effect. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that's you, what you set the bar low, and then I destroyed the bar. <laughs> and then ah. Chris, and then Christian sodomized himself with it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs>
0: <sighs> Could you imagine, though, if Brandon Don't Breathe would have taken the top spot? Oh, my gosh. That would have been crazy. Yeah. I would have quit podcasting. <laughs> my show was great. <laughs> it would have been like I your Friday it.
2: the 13th. No, your show was great, Brandon. You know I'm, I was... Like I always say, in case people are like, wow, they're being hard on Brandon this I always worry that they think we're being too hard on you.
1: Oh no. I can't get it hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Did I word that correctly?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah. All in good fun.
0: Absolutely, all in good
3: fun.
0: Okay, last last voicemail. Here Thanks, we go. Thanks, DC. Yes, thank you. Thank you, sir. Hey dude. It's your buddy, Michael, out in slimy,
3: shitty Hollywood, California. Just uh, <laughs> heard you guys are recording
5: an episode tonight, so I wanted to uh, uh, send you a message, you know? Say hello to my buddies, Daisy, Christian, Brandon,
3: Don't Breathe. It's all good out here, man. I just wanted to uh, say I uh, love the
5: last episode. Happy birthday to me. Uh, really was uh, <laughs> had a great time hearing you guys talk about uh, Rocky Horror, Uh, mainly because I am one of those guys that goes to the theater and does shadow cast performances. So I just wanted to extend an offer, if you ever get a chance to ever come down to California, which I know you won't, because who the fuck would? Uh, (laughs) But if you're ever in my part of the world, come on down uh, on a Saturday night around midnight, I'll take you out, we'll go and do this show. It's a lot of fun, tons of fun, lots of chicks and skimpy clothing. I know you'll like that, Dave. I know you'll like that, Brandon. I don't know if you like that, Christian. Ah! It's a great time. Um, definitely stand with Dave's uh, opinion on the subject. You really need to see it in a theater with a crowd. It's not worth your time otherwise. Uh, So I'm calling just to ask a question. Hopefully it'll get on the episode tonight. Uh, What's one of your uh, favorite songs off of a horror movie? I don't know if, I I know this might've been done before. I'm not entirely sure. But like, if you have like a favorite soundtrack or just a song, like for instance, mine is always going to be uh, "Fast, uh, Fast Away," um, "Trick or Treat" off of the nineteen eighty six "Trick or Treat" album. Uh, you know, Sammy Kerr stuff like that.
0: Yeah, Rock's awesome, Chosen Warrior,
5: fantastic song. Yeah. So I was just wondering if uh, you guys had one off the top of your heads as well. Uh, so hopefully this gets on the show tonight. If not, I'll wait a month to hear it then. <laughs> Uh, but no, great great show, guys. It's wonderful hearing you. Uh, really makes my uh, makes my week when I get to listen to an episode, even if it takes me six hours to listen to a three-and-a-half-hour show. <laughs> but uh, no, thank you guys for all the content you do. Really love you guys. Have a good one. Again, this was uh, Mike B. from Hollywood, California. Later.
2: Thanks, Mike B. Thanks, Mike you're, B. You're the only guy that wants to get out of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Who <laughs> so wants to come to California? All my experiences in California have been great. I I love it.
1: Of course, but... he wants hey. to get out of Hollywood. That's the name of his uh, roommate. <laughs>
2: oh. Hey, those are the hey. jokes, Mike B.
1: Yeah, sorry, Mike. You should try oh. live. You should try living in Hannah Montana.
2: Oh God! <laughs> wow!
1: And that's the what? end of exploding. Yeah. We are now canceled.
2: <laughs> Tumbleweed just went through my bedroom. Ooh. <laughs> Hannah Montana. Wow. Well, we kinda did the soundtrack. I'm not way. surprised
1: something completely dried out went through your bedroom, Christian.
2: Oh. <laughs> well, after
0: I'm done, suck the moisture right out.
1: All right, who's got songs?
0: Uh songs. You know, I, I have songs. Go ahead. What what song? Songs one of Lord. one of
1: the songs that I absolutely love. It actually it, and it's it's more recent, is the song Death. By White Lies. That's on the uh, "Girl Walks Home Alone at Night" soundtrack, and it's played in that scene where he's all drugged up and he goes home with her. The disco scene, the disco ball is spinning, and that's the song that's playing. And I just, I love that scene, and that song is just so great. It makes that scene. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> you have no idea. But he was nodding no. like he did, eh? Yeah. I love. I like. I like. Give it up. <laughs> I like "Give It Up," the song "Give It Up" in Fright Night, in the uh, in the club scene when Jerry's dancing with Amy. I All love right.
2: that.
0: I've always I seen love it. that. You know that. I, I,
1: yeah, that's true. But I just it's just it's so nostalgic for me.
2: Well, I love songs. I mean, funny he said. Uh, I think he called them "Fast Away," but I'm gonna call him out because he tried to. I don't know why I'm the one that doesn't like women, uh, but that's okay. <laughs> I could take it. I could take it. But the, it's "Fast Away," <laughs> and I had that soundtrack too, actually. <laughs> And I do too. It's a goofy soundtrack because it's like cheese metal for sure. But hey, I've listened to it time and time again. You know, recently we talked about um, Armored Satan, uh, Hellraiser 3. I love that Hanging Judge song that they did. Uh, I love uh, Pseudo Echo. There's a man with no life in his eyes. Oh, yeah. Friday, 13th. Oh, I like that song. Who sings that song? Pseudo Echo.
1: Oh, I'm going to download that. I never knew who sang that song. I like that.
0: How go. about Hot Ice? Hot Ice. <laughs> you know what I mean. Heat, heat up the ice cubes. Yeah. Come on, Friday fanboy. Hot Ice. What is it? Hot Got Ice. Got you. It'll, it's actually a, a kind of a joke name. It's really Henry Henry Manfredini and, and some other guy, but it, it's it's the group that's credited for doing the doo the disco theme in Part Three.
2: Oh, I hot, I I had no clue. Hot,
0: hot Ice. On. It's even in the credits. <laughs> Yeah, Gordon? 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 Do <laughs> hmm? <it> you, Gordon? <laughs> Gordon myself oh. out the window. <laughs> 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 nice. Good. You got Poppins. any more? I got tons, man, that just oh, pop
2: I love songs. You know? like, I mean, it just depends on, are you meant songs for the movie? I know Pseudo Echo wasn't written for that movie,
0: but you really- No. If, you I know, think just songs, songs
1: in the movie or something like yeah. that.
0: That's what I think. Like, if you but, hear like, a song and you think about the movie-
1: like he's back, I automatically think yeah. of Friday Which Six. Which is obvious because yeah.
0: that's it, it was made for that. Movie. Yeah,
1: but
3: oh
0: yeah, no, I'm, I'm not criticizing you for saying. It. I'm just saying that that, but it was made for that movie, so of course you're gonna think of Friday Six. But I, I think of like when you hear a song and you immediately relate it to that movie. You know, like like I always think I always think when I hear that George George Thorogood song "Bad to the Bone," I always think about Christine. Yeah. You know, how about goodbye sh- Hort? How about
1: goodbye horses? You always think of Silence of the Lambs.
0: Yeah, I never hear goodbye horses unless it's in that movie or, oh, or I the movie. stuff my make.
2: penis into my
0: cock. Into my cock. He meant to say he,
2: sucked, he sticks his
1: boyfriend's penis into his cock. I forgot what it's called. We just I think it's it called
2: nighting. Together it's like or something.
0: Well, a cock is really bigger than a penis. They are, they're, there's different names for them. So I think that maybe he has like a fake penis. Cock. Yeah, a cock is the biggest. You know what I mean? That's, a, you know, I that's definitely a, have a, a penis. <laughs> yeah. I got a cock, but that, that's how I know because a girl told I me. That there's to a diff- it. What did you do? You started to massage it. <laughs> I just grabbed a, it for fun just for a, a second. A girl never it.
1: told me I had a cock. She said I have the world's largest clitoris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if anybody wants to know, this is the order. Penis, dick, cock. That that's what it means. Pe- penis is the smallest, dick is a regular size, and, and a cock is, you know, something that's meaty, you know? Meaty. So. Yeah.
1: You could have, have a meaty penis, no?
0: <laughs> then it would be a cock. <laughs>
1: just not so, all, so, all meaty penises are cocks, but not all meaty cocks are penises. What about a
0: schmeckle. <laughs> a schmeckle. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, here's another song. You know that Bauhaus song? You know what I'm talking about? That, that's played at Stigma Martyr from yeah. um, uh. Night of the Demons? Yeah. That's one. Uh, if cool. I hear that song, I think of Night of the Demons. Now, every time I hear freaking. Hip to be square, I think of American Psycho. Yep. I could never not think that again. It, I know you guys ridiculous. are not
2: big hardware fans, but Ministry, when they play uh, Stigmata.
0: Wait, oh, it's in hardware? Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's
2: doing Stigmata. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: that, one. that one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's in <laughs> hardware. No, no,
3: no, no, no. Yeah, that's
0: good shit. Yeah. And the remix na, 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 that they—that's a that's great. I always thought it was cool <laughs> how they put that um that Nine Inch Nails remix for the opening uh, credits of Seven. Uh, yeah. It's a remix closer. I think that version was called Closer to God because they they had like six or seven remixes. Charlie Clauser did a couple. Trent did a few himself. But I used to have everything that that he ever put out. Trent Reznor, all that shit. So when that song—that's a great song. That freaking. The, the 7 intro oh man that shit's great it fit that movie so well too but yeah I mean we could go on and on then you got prom night everything is alright prom night prom night no more feeling uptight join in <laughs>
2: Brandon come on oh I'm sorry I'm looking at songs still trying to decide if he's got a penis a dick or a cock uh, <laughs> no it's a schmackle <laughs> Oh, shit. He's look at the pictures, uh, it is a fucking schmeckle. <laughs> I, I can't listen to
1: Once Bitten without thinking about Once Bitten. True. How about Once Bitten, Twice Shy? I can't think stop thinking about Once Bitten Twice Shy then.
0: Oh It's the it, sequel that... to
1: Once Once Bitten. I'll
0: Are tell you, you sure another to... one uh, <laughs> no, Yeah, <I'm> okay. Oh, <laughs> that would have been cool. I'll
2: tell you a serious one. Um well it made me get into this band and I've loved the band ever since and they were my favorite at one point. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Dramarama, Anything Anything. It's oh, me. good one. Good yeah. call. Yes. And that's, that's a- that song, I looked through the credits of that, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast, but the credits would, at the end of the VHS tape, the reds were so red that they'd bleed together so I could barely make out. So I, I would get, like, Dreamrama. I'm like, I think it's Dramarama. I'm not sure. And then... <laughs> Went out and I found out they had all these albums and whatnot. And yeah, they became like a a staple. I love them for a long time. I love them long time. I'm glad you went there because that's all I heard.
0: It's
2: like he
1: loved
0: them long time. I was just about to say it. He beat me to it. (laughs) So, Rama, here's something funny. My wife loves that song because she's from uh, California and she was at a, a Los Angeles concert. And they were playing that song there. uh, Anything, anything. And during that song, the lead singer of the band handed my wife a flower.
2: John Esdale, ooh, you wanted her. Nice. Yeah. And they're from Jersey. I think Wayne's Wayne, New Jersey, or something like that. Wow,
1: that's it. How about the fix? One thing leads to one thing leads to another. House of the Devil. Yeah, right. Somebody was saying how they didn't like that scene. Wasn't that recent? I I forgot. I love that scene. Yeah, it wasn't me. I, I blew that movie,
2: and you guys didn't let me forget it.
1: <laughs> we liked it. We liked, liked it. it. We just didn't uh, blow it blow like it. you did.
0: Right. For us, it was a penis. For, for you, it was a cock. You know? <laughs> for me, for me, it was a schmeckle. I found it. Okay. So thank you, everybody, for the emails, the voicemails. We appreciate every one of them. And TC, get back to us. We want to hear what else you had to say before you got blindsided or
1: okay. – He'll get back to us in 3 to 5. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, if you want to participate in voicemails and emails, I will give you the information. ExplodingHeadsHorrorPodcast at gmail.com and 702-625-2224. 702-625-2224. Get involved and uh, get on the show with us. Okay. And one last thing before we go into our Triple R's and our feature reviews, because we got a ton of them. We have decided we are going to start a mailing list, and we would like to put you on it. And what I mean by a mailing list is we are covering so many things between the Triple R's and everything else. People have asked us, hey, we're trying to keep up with you. What are you guys watching? What should we watch? When we sit down and listen to the show, we'd like to know. Uh, You know, things like that. So, if you email us at, I'll say it again, explodingheadshorrorpodcast at gmail.com, let us know that you want to be on the mailing list. We will send you an email when we finish recording, because after we finish, you know, there's a little time before the show comes out, basically saying every movie that we discussed, if we did the the, the triple R review, the full review, whatever we're, we're doing, you'll be first to know. So we'll send that out to you along with any other news or questions or whatever. It's just more interactions between us and you guys, the listeners. So it'll be a big group email that gets sent out. And who knows, maybe, you know, maybe more of you guys will interact back with us in the email. And you could be featured on the show as well. So just one more innovative thing we're trying to do here and a way to help you guys keep up with us. Because we're watching a lot of movies. So that's that. Triple R's. Are we ready? Are we ready for triple R's? Oh, round yeah. Robin Reviews. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs>
0: round totally Robin. Original. For... That's a total Or, original.
2: Yeah.
1: or it's time for...
2: <laughs> We're still working on our promo for the Round Robin Reviews. How about...
3: <laughs> I don't
0: know.
2: How about Round <laughs> Robin? This is Chris, the 9 <laughs> year old Christian.
0: you son of a bitch I might have to bring my rating down because of that now I might go back down to an 8.5 because you're right what 9 year old does talk that way you're right
3: son of a
2: bitch
0: (laughs) (laughs) perfect I know you might have talked me down a little gotta get the word out here's our triple R's Uh, I think they have Brandon do you have 5? didn't you say you were short this week?
1: no I have have 5
0: Okay, okay. He's short on stature. He's short on uh, commitment. But and he's short on taking breath.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm it might sorry. be tiny, but
0: it's fierce. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm all bust- over the place. I <laughs> <laughs> got a yogurt hoser over here. <laughs> <laughs> the yogurt hoser, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's what happens when you put your, your, your uh, what was it? Your penis into your cock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yoga hoser, you know. <laughs> you fuck up
2: with the space-time continuum.
0: <laughs> Let's do this. We got a lot, and I even have some bonus things at the end. So, uh, yeah. who wants to go first?
1: Dave, I know you've seen this film, but it's a it's in It's a new film. Actually, it just came out two weeks ago, and it's called Don't Hang Up.
3: Uh-huh.
1: it's about a group of kids who like to pull prank phone calls, and. One of their pranks ultimately backfires on them, and they're being tormented by a prankster of their own. Oh, now, cool. I, I actually I quite enjoyed this film, i got to say. Now, the one thing you had mentioned to me is, you know, well, I'll wait to the ending, wait to the ending, because I was kind of writing to you as I'm watching it. Okay. And the buildup of the film is really strong, really suspenseful. I'm really into it. These characters are presented in such an unlikable way, but then you kind of as the film develops, you know you you start to realize that they're kids, you know, I mean, I don't know how old they are in real life, but they're playing they're playing teenagers in this. that's why they're so despicable. They're teenagers who are into pranks. they never meant for their pranks to get so out of control that it leads to what it eventually leads to. But I thought the suspense in this film was great. I liked um I liked the atmosphere of the film. I thought everything from a technical standpoint in terms of the script being flipped on them was possible. I know you had an issue with this with with some of the things, you know, with the, with some of the technical things with the computers, with them seeing themselves and and stuff like that. Is that what you were
0: referring to? Not even so much that. There's there's always something I can let go. There is a mm-hmm. little bit, you know, that there is some things I let go. But it just got to be too impossible that the guy that was doing this thing had all this access to all these things and always knew exactly when to turn them on and to turn them on someone else's TV. There's no way he could put those things on someone else's television and always at the perfect right set. The plausibility was very – there's zero. It ended up being zero. That, that was my problem.
1: Okay, I, I can buy that. I mean, I didn't think too hard about all that stuff. I thought ultimately, the weakest part of the film was in its final act and in
0: the big reveal of everything, only because there were so many reveals. There was like three in a row. It was remember when we talked about that one movie how how, how we loved it that there was reveal after reveal and it worked. In this case, there were he- cool reveals in a way one i saw coming one was from saw there was another one i saw coming and then there was another one that was cool but the guy would have no idea of knowing what went down when he's talking yeah, about yeah the why. the
1: one from from saw i think you're talking about it's also like from valentine
0: i don't remember valentine as yeah, much yeah i know i know what it's you're talking from about saw I, too it's from saw too if that helps you
1: yes i i saw that one coming as well and um it, ultimately the big reveal as to, to why and um, who is behind all this. And I felt it was only weak because this movie, what it does is it starts off with, with a scene that you know is not going to be a throwaway scene. So you know it's going to have to tie back into the movie at some point. And that's ultimately what it does. I'm, I'm trying to be cryptic. I mean, obviously, that, 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 yeah. that's a little tough because that's kind of a spoilerish thing. But, it, it, you know, these guys are doing pranks and they're kind of showing these quick montage of pranks. But then they show one prank in particular that plays out all the way until practically the end, but not quite the end. And ultimately, you're like, wait, they're going to get back to that somehow. So you're waiting for the connection to that. And I just felt like the connection, while it was decent, I don't know, could have been stronger.
0: It made no sense. There's no way that that person that ended up doing what they did would have any knowledge that, that thing went down from his point of view. There's two bodies in that place. He doesn't know how it happened. Think about what I'm saying. He would have no way of knowing. They didn't call him and say, "Hey, I was just pranked. This happened." He has nothing to go by by a dead person and another dead person. He would have no ties at all to that. There's no well, way. He'd be well, able that's, to
1: well, that's well, that's another thing that I wanted to complain about was you know. Obviously, you, you leave a trace these days with, with audio messages and all that and stuff like that. But I would have thought the police would have been onto this group of kids long before they had an opportunity to even be reciprocated upon. You know what so, I mean? Like, if he's, what, if he's able to figure it out, like the cops, they, I mean, they were, they're on
0: social media, they're Listen, advertising their price. You're right. And you know what? I, I'll give you this one. The guy is a master hacker. I'm not going to take that away from him. I understand yeah. that this guy has powers – not powers. This guy has abilities. Bills, he can do yeah. things that you and I can't. He's very good at hacking. So maybe he checked the phone and maybe he figured out where it came from. I'll even give you – there There are things I'll give you as watching a horror movie that I'll say, okay, not possible but plausible.
1: Yeah, that's okay? how I justified that with him. That's
0: fine. But everything else I complained about with their television being yeah. able to broadcast – what was happening at one person's house? What was happening in the past? What was happening on this guy's Facebook thing? And something and all of it coming up at the exact perfect moment that it needed to to come up for the plot is complete bullshit. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, well, how could this be? It wasn't like I sat down and tried to think about it. It's just, no, you
1: know, you notice these things, but it's still overall an enjoyable film.
0: It, it, I was really into it the first forty minutes, and then yeah. when it got, it kept being to be too many. You know, things that can't happen, I, 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 like, fell out of it. But I hung in. Well, I, I'm interesting. And I, ultimately, the very ending was actually kind of cool, uh, you know, w- w- everything aside. But your rating yeah, – my, my rating might not be that much lower than yours. I don't think
1: – my rating is probably not even that high. I gave it a 7 out of 10. But ultimately, I, I get what you're saying. I think what happens and the reason why the third act falls short is because they probably had too many characters, too many friends. Like it ultimately turned out to be like four hacker friends. Maybe they should have had it as two and only one was in the house. Then it would have made more sense or would have played better where you wouldn't have been questioning things as much. Like how is they know one's upstairs, one's downstairs. Then it would have made more sense if one's on on one camera and one's in the house.
0: But how would it be translated to that person's television? I, I can't look past it. That's the problem.
1: I don't know. I just, I just accept it as, you know, just some sort of hack that can be, that I'm sure can be done.
0: Yeah, but just not for that many things. But anyway, we could talk about this all night. I mean, I, I give it a six out of ten, so I'm not okay. that far off. Yeah, I'm I give it a seven. It's not it a seven. a bad movie. I, I'd say everyone watch it and tell me, can you suspend your disbelief that much or not? But it's definitely worth a watch.
1: Yeah, I guess I suspended it a, a little bit more.
0: I, I wish I could have, and it would have made my experience better. I just yeah. certain things I can't get by. Okay.
2: I want to check it out, to be honest. I, I haven't seen it on Yeah, no, check it out. It you might enjoy it. It's, yeah.
1: it's certainly not bad. It's it's actually one of the more enjoyable films I've seen so far. That was another thing I was going to say that we didn't talk about earlier, but um, I guess now's a good time just to bring it up. I think 2017, and I haven't seen a couple of films that I know are going to be talked about tonight that were talked about last week, but uh, it's kind of off to a little bit of a slow start, in my opinion, just in terms of what I've seen.
2: So did you want did to go you? next, Dave? I don't, don't care, agree, but go, go ahead. Okay, well, now, I'm taking this as a 2017 movie. Uh, it's only played in, when I looked at any of the release things, it played at a couple of festivals in 2016, and don't it came say out Dawn. in Shudder now. Don't,
1: don't say Dawn of the Dead. Dawn Dawn don't say Dawn of the Dead. Don't say Dawn of
2: the Dead. George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> it's, well, because it was on Mark Nato's list last year. He had it, I think he said it was his number 10 movie, Therapy. Dawn of the Dead? No. Oh. Therapy. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to move this along now. Okay. So, fucking guys. So, Therapy <laughs> is a found footage film that premiered at a couple of festivals last year. It's on Shudder now, but I'm calling this a 2017 watch. Have you guys seen it?
1: No. no, but it it could be. I noticed uh, Mark Nato had a couple of films on there that I think might have been limited release or festival. I don't know if he does the festival thing. No, but...
0: he doesn't usually list festivals on his list. He he has the same things we do. Interesting. Said, oh, because yeah, because I didn't.
1: I didn't. Yeah, I I noticed. I saw a bunch of films on his that that I hadn't seen or seen available so may, maybe maybe i was just uh, missing them but i right, got
2: if, if you know like 22 shots has called us out numerous times on february if you guys listen to their show they said we cheated that like, kind of jokingly yeah. serious all at the same time and they're counted as a 2017 release so you know it'll be great to see that as i said in my solo cast check it out download it uh that it will be their number one for this year but we had it last year uh, anyway back to therapy therapy uh, found footage film, directed by a fucking seventeen-year-old.
0: What? 17 really?
2: Seventeen-year-old, and this is his third film. His first film he directed, I believe, was if it wasn't feature length, uh, it was at twelve. But I think it was, it was in the it was in the womb. It was in the womb, <laughs> in the womb. and then uh, he came out with uh, another horror film at age fifteen, and then this one at seventeen. Wow! I, was, I think it was 13, 13, 15 and seventeen were the ages that he, he did his films so far. Uh, I got to hand it to this kid, man. He knows what he's doing. Obviously grew up on found footage. You can go to created, jail for that. And, yeah. <laughs> Don't hand that to the kid. And <laughs> created possibly one of my favorites. I'm going to go... This day. One you of your this? favorite found footage films? I think so. I've watched it twice wow. now. Wow. I've watched it twice. Now, it's not going to be for everyone right away Uh-oh. because I know a lot of people instantly dismiss foreign films and it's French. So it's subtitled. And... They don't do they don't do any favors there by naming people Sebastian, Sam, another S name. Like I was just like try to keep everybody in uh try to get it, it becomes second nature once you actually sit down pay attention and and actually watch Yes, it, the film. this
1: uh, this didn't have a release yet. It last year was was festivals.
0: Yeah, it's on Yeah, it just festivals.
2: It's on shutter right yeah. now.
1: Oh, that's cool! I'm gonna check that out. I like the cover art for that. It's
2: fucking awesome. It actually it look, looks like they cut a Michael Myers mask. It, it looks exactly like Michael yeah. Myers, but it looks it cool. Like and anyway. they cut it out, and they look scarier than any of the Michael Myers masks. So, wow. how how is that? It and,
0: reminds me of a cross between Michael Myers and the Mask and Valentine.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, right. I was thinking that yeah. too. <laughs> so whatever you say, I was thinking. I
0: yeah.
2: Typically, boy. I typically don't go into plot descriptions, as people well know, because I feel like. If you're gonna see it, why would I want to describe the plot to you? But then people think it's, I feel like people think I'm being too brief. So without spoiling anything, I'll just say it's shot from, I guess, four point of views and intercut, but edited like in a way that it's not confusing. So you're getting it from uh, one of the cameras that one of the, uh, Sebastian is carrying. Then one of the girls wears a GoPro and you, they establish her with the GoPro. I think it's Olivia, the character's name. And then you've got the killer uses Super 8 film.
3: Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Cool. And then, this is cool.
2: And then it's three quarters found footage. And in one quarter, not found footage, which I love. But true diehard found footage fans might be like, wait a second here. So it's there's cops that are investigating the case. So that stuff is filmed like a movie.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. But it, I,
2: I liked it still. Right. And so the, their stuff is filmed movie style. And then there's the three found footage cams. So what's happened is it opens up with a scene that kind of sets up the horror. And then uh, Night Watchman has found these tapes in an abandoned warehouse. And they've been taken to the police. And the police have a custody of them. And they're trying to make sense of them. So we're watching, they're, they're playing it out, and then we intercut back to them f- trying to figure out what's been going on. Uh, I can see people arguing that cutting away from the tension might actually ruin the momentum built by that tension, but I actually I watched it twice and I actually think it works. I think that when it shifts to the police point of view, it's like they're filling in the exposition because they're doing the routine investigation on it. So it actually works to further the plot along and then it cuts back to the tension again. One thing I'll say, it's found footage movies are notoriously short. This one is 95 minutes long and could have used about 10 minutes or so trimmed out. Does it Ah. ruin the movie? Absolutely not. Maybe it turns a little bit this because it could have built even a better second half, I think. Uh, But I'm coming in strong. I'm I'm coming in right now at an 8.5 out of 10. Wow. And and that's on two watches. And I really wanted to give it a 9, to be honest. Wow, really? Yeah, oh. I really I really enjoyed it. it. It's tense. I found it very scary. I thought the acting was great. Uh, it does rely on heavy noises a few times for those scares. But again, I'm not, I wasn't annoyed by that.
1: Now, does it go back to found... like Once it switches to police, it does go back to found footage. Yes. The three characters or four characters are always found footage style.
2: Yeah.
1: And does yeah. it culminate when it's in its... Big culmination. Is it overly shaky, or or are you able to see what's going on?
2: You can see what's going on because I'm critical of that too. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it, I thought it played out fine. I mean, there is cool. running around. There is running around. No Th- yeah, that
1: that's fine. I just hate like when yeah. like the big showdown happens and all they do is they just shake the camera. and You're supposed to think <laughs> chaos. You're like, oh my god, someone's shaking the camera. Everyone's dying. Uh,
2: I don't. No, wanna that's, spoil, that's cool. I don't want to spoil anything in that regard. Be- yeah, because. Uh, I think it would spoil if I give too much details on how it ends. I mean, yeah. You'll see when you see the movie why I'm not going to, to, to describe what happens in the, the last act or for the climax of the film. Another thing that may annoy diehard found footage fans, again didn't annoy me, is music. They played music subtly, oh. but subtle music, but there's music in it. Not, in, uh, not diegetic music or whatever, that was music that's within the context of the film, like they're listening to like a tape recorder or something like that. It's like music that uh, is soundtrack. Uh, again, didn't bother me. Didn't bother me at all. But I could see that upsetting. Certain people go, well, this is fucking found footage. Why would we have a soundtrack? But it works, and it, create, it helps build tension. Oh. One, of my, one of the things I hate about found footage films is the fact that the ones that don't use a soundtrack, because I that think it's very important to a movie.
0: Wow. So. Really? See, that might actually turn me off to have the music in it. it doesn't seem as, as real well, now.
4: It's subtle.
2: Now, maybe if you watch it, you might be like, oh, it's, a, yeah, it's there. but yeah. it's, not like, it's not like a... Do, 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 do,
4: well,
0: no. <laughs> I, I should hope not. Could you imagine a full fucking score? <laughs> 17 years old, man. Wow. That's insane. It's and amazing. his third
2: film. <laughs> and you, I can't wait to see what he's going to do next. like,
0: yeah. Well, you got me intrigued. It's found footage, you know,
2: <laughs> and it's only on Shutter. It's a Shutter exclusive. Uh, as far exclusive? as I can see, nice. I, I looked. Look I looked. There's very. There's no reviews of this thing. So the fact that Martino wow. had it as his top ten. Well, there's. I shouldn't say there's no. Dead Central had one. I feel Like there's. There's some reviews. But right. even on IMDb, festival. there's nothing. There's more reviews on Shutter. Right. There's nothing on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> There're
0: festival reviews. That's all. Yeah. That's what they are. Nothing on the B. That means people have haven't been seeing it yet. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I'll be I guarantee next time we record, I'll I'll have my, my score. My you know, my rating. Because it's found footage. I can't wait. So okay. Now let me get on to this. Let me preface this by saying every year, or not just every year, all the time a movie comes out, a lot of times it's a sequel or a remake, sometimes it's just not. But a lot of times a movie comes out and everybody shits all over it. And they say, this movie is horrible. There's nothing redeeming about it. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. Awful, awful, awful. And a lot of times I err on the side that says it's not as bad as everybody's saying. Like a movie like Annabelle. Um, I'm not saying I want to watch it again. I didn't think it was a piece of shit. Um, What's the other one? The Galaxy
1: Friday Remake.
0: Oh, definitely Friday remake, but people don't Not
1: do. Friday remake, Nightmare remake, I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Okay, and that took me time to grow. But but still, there's a lot of times movies come out and everybody, it's like unanimously panned. Everybody just hates it. And a lot of times I think that it's the hate wagon, and, and I, I defend it. I say, no, this really isn't that bad. Well, i got to tell you, this movie here is not one of those movies. <laughs> this movie here, I heard nothing good about. And I still went in there saying, people are probably overreacting. Let's see. And I watched this movie, and they are right. As a matter of fact, I might be coming in lower than people have been coming in. And this movie is Rings. And holy shit. What what a cash grab, disgusting disappointment of a film.
3: Ugh.
0: Awful. Really? The, the beginning was good. The beginning sequence was cool it Was on a plane. And I don't care if I'm spoiling because this is the first couple minutes of the film. The beginning sequence is somebody about to hit their seventh date and they're on an airplane and they're bugging out. And then all of a sudden it's like a it's almost like two different movies because this is done so well that at the end, uh, you know how when you're on an airplane, uh, you have those little uh, screens in front of you that like on the back of someone else's seat. You know, that's a lot of times people watch movies on planes now that. By the by, the time shit was going down, Samara was coming on everybody's screen, and she ended up taking the whole freaking plane down. It was great. It was executed well. It was tense. Everything about that opening sequence was really cool, and I was sold. I was like, okay, I, I, this is cool. This is a good start. Maybe this movie, these people, this might not be a good movie after all. Great way to start a movie. Okay, I, I'm on board here. Then cool. then that's it. I mean, th- th- there's a similar setup with like there was with uh, – uh, Sadako and Kayoko with somebody finding a, a VHS tape and, and a thing. That, and here's the funny thing. They showed this guy discovering this tape and playing it, and it ends up having nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Uh, and, so I shouldn't have even brought it up, but I'm I'm reading off my notes. But basically, this this is what's going on here. There's this guy, he's going away to college, he has this girlfriend. And that's something weird about this movie is that it's it's focusing on kids. Where in the past, it was a very adult type of movie i mean yes there was a mother and a child but it was more of adult horror it wasn't like a, a teeny horror slasher type thing anything like that this is about kids for once so i'm like okay I, i'm on board i can watch a movie about the kids That's not gonna steer me away but one guy there's a guy and a girl boyfriend girlfriend the guy's going away to school she's staying here but it's someplace that's in driving distance but it's still not you know not down the street so he goes away. The girl is trying to Skype with him and talk with him. She can't get through. Doesn't know what's going on. It seems like he's blowing her off. Then he, she gets on one day on Skype with him, and, and he has these two new friends. Who are like, oh, he's got to go. Come on, this and that. Ah. So he's thinking maybe something's going on. Then she gets on one time, and the girl answers, and she goes, are you so-and-so? And this and that. And I forgot what she said, but now suspicions really aroused. She's like, what the hell is going on? My boyfriend. So she goes there. And this is what goes on with this fucking movie. <laughs> She gets down there, and for whatever reason, there's one cool thing. These people are in this class, and the, there's a professor, and the professor is, what's his name? David from freaking uh, Roseanne, whatever his name is. You remember uh, the Roseanne John, show?
1: Johnny Galecki?
0: Johnny Galecki, that's his name. Okay. From, from Big in, Bang Theory? <laughs> is that what he's from?
1: <laughs> yeah, right now he's from Big Bang Theory. Big yes. Bang
0: Theory? Okay, last time I saw him, he was in like uh, Scream 2 or one of them. I don't even know. I'm... No, no, I know what you did last summer. He was yeah. In that. But anyway... He, um, he's the professor, but she starts finding things out because she's looking for her boyfriend who's not in class that day. And these people are like involved in this almost like cult thing, if you will, where they're all trying to follow uh, Samara and what's going on and why and they they want to they want to believe in life after death because they're really scientists, but they want to believe that there's life after death. And what's the way to find life after death? have have a ghost come after you. So these people all watch the video intentionally. And then when it's getting closer to their seventh day, they have another person coming on and they call them a tail. And if you remember from the original ring, or you know if you show the movie to somebody yeah. else, it's lifted off you and it's onto them. So they all intentionally watch the video and then make sure they have a tail and then they pass it on. So to keep it going. Yeah. So why do I, and things do happen to them along the way. So they are starting to believe things, but you know, it kind of doesn't make sense because if they want to believe in life after death and they want to see Samara, then how the hell are they going to see it when they're passing it on? But whatever. Uh, now I'm just going off on my own thought, but here's what happens. This girl hides in, in her boyfriend's apartment because she's looking around for it. And this strange girl who ends up being just a friend, but she's involved in, in this cult who's led by this professor. this What's his name? Galecki? Whatever. Um, she ends up seeing somebody. She doesn't have a tail, and she actually witnesses Samara coming out of something and killing. And this is not something you've ever seen in a ring movie before. So even at this point, I'm like, okay, not bad. And then, then that's the end of it. For no reason whatsoever, she gets with her boyfriend. She finds him. He says, "This is why I haven't talked to you. I'm trying to keep you safe." And these, she for some reason sees a dead bird as they're driving. And then they go to this Galecki's house, and he lets you know uh, the guy lets her know that that she's in on it, her boyfriend. And all of a sudden, everything this girl sees in this video, she not pardon me, everything this girl starts seeing, she watches the video. They show her the, the cursed video, and there's a bird on it. The same dead bird that she saw. So for no reason, this girl is starting to see things and she's getting her own video. They couldn't upload it because it was too big. So now there's a new cursed video, right? For no reason that only she can see. And now she watches this new video and then they go in search of Samara's um, history and where she came from. And now everything she saw in that video, she sees along the way. Kind of like they did in the first ring yeah. When you know, but that shit made sense and there was story to it. This movie makes up a, a, a fake history of what how Samara came to be, and it didn't need to be done. And it makes no sense why this girl would be privy to it. They go into her history, then they go somewhere and they find out they got to move the body. Then she gets like these markings on her body, and it just so happens that the guy she meets, who uh knows everything about Samara, is blind. So they end up being braille. It was just terrible, uh, very terrible. It sounds very forced. Everything about this movie is forced. Yeah. Terrible, terrible filmmaking. Just we. It's basically what I said about Insidious 2. I know some people like Insidious 2, but it's the same opinion that they're answering questions that didn't need to be answered and just doing shit for the sake of doing it when everything was fine just the way it was. They, they take this and they come up with this fake... And I don't mind them doing it. They did it already with Ring Zero, the, the Japanese one. Yeah. And it was a much much cooler and much more interesting history of Samara. This makes no sense. It's terrible. It is... I did not want to finish this movie at all. It, It just kept getting worse, everything they were doing. And... It's awful. There's, there's more. I could pick this movie apart. That's how bad it is. For things that happen throughout, when this Galecki gets killed. He's upside down in this truck, but nobody's helping him. But there's cops right there, but nobody's helping him. But this girl goes over to him and gets information from him. I'm like, wouldn't cops be helping a guy that's in a flipped car dying? No. She has to go get information from him first. It, it was just, I could pick this movie apart so bad. It is an awful, awful, terrible disgrace of a movie. Rings. I will give it a three out of 10. That's as high as I can give it. If this is, if this is not my worst movie of the year, then I'll be very sad that I have to watch a movie worse than this this year.
1: And some of the things you were saying about it, like the opening sequence and the whole cult ideas, that all sounds actually pretty cool.
0: It was good. That maybe that was why well, it was such a letdown that the intro was actually okay. And then there's one more cool thing when she comes out of a flat screen TV later. There's but another thing, you don't even get to see Samara in this movie. You maybe get ten minutes of her in the whole film. Oh God. Yeah, it's you don't even get to see her. It's just it's just all. I can't say enough bad things about it. it yeah, it and I don't. I don't like awful. this
1: new idea that you can see Samara killing someone else. That was never a thing. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because she's hiding in a closet at her boyfriend's house, and yeah. it just so happened to be this girl's seventh day. She comes out, and this girl's like literally peeking through like <laughs> like like a door to, to see freaking <laughs> this shit happening. Oh, it was. Awful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so, glad yeah. you you took the bullet for us on that one. <laughs> I'm sure I'll probably still check it out, maybe closer to the end of the year, <laughs> but
0: no time soon. No, don't even. It, it, it's awful. Ugh. Yep, so, but again, I'm going up. My lowest rated movie first, my highest rated movie high. So I'm always going to start off a little low and then just get better. See? that's Don't get mad, get glad.
2: Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, shit.
2: Son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you got, B?
1: All right, my next movie, you know, I don't even know if we classify this as horror, but I saw somebody else post about it, so I checked it out. It's on Netflix. It's called Autohead, and it's uh, a Hong Kong film, but it it takes place in Mumbai, and it's about a documentary crew that – and they're filming a documentary about a rickshaw driver in Mumbai – And you basically get introduced to this character and it it just seems like they're just documenting this normal, everyday guy trying to get by and survive on the, you know, in Mumbai and it just seems like terrible conditions, terrible work conditions, you know, so much congestion and everything. And, And basically what happens is slowly they start to uncover more and more dark things about this guy and ultimately it leads to to ultimately terrible things but it's uh it's a slow-paced film in that it's kind of like nothing crazy necessarily happens for a lot of the film but it's a great character study i think the lead actor did a terrific job my issue with it is i think from the get-go they kind of presented him a little bit in a negative way i mean here he is as a rickshaw driver you're like all right here's a guy he's trying to make ends meet He's, he's moved to the city he's left his village you find that out that he left his village. He left his mother in the village and and came to the city trying to make money. And he's trying to scrape by, but immediately, you know, you find out that he's he's kind of a pimp, not a big time pimp, but you know, kind of like a you know a pimp that you know the girls don't even respect them, and, and just you know yeah. things like that. And you know, it's a it's a good film, but it, it's it's a little slow at times. I think it's an excellent an excellently well made film. But not a lot happens. Not enough happens in terms of in terms of his kind of deconstruction from where he begins. I feel like more things needed to happen.
0: Hmm.
1: Was it a long movie? It's like an hour and 35 minutes. Okay. So it, it's not air? long. It, it moves. It's just... I just have a feeling a lot of people aren't going to love it. You know, I compare it to, like, if somebody's watching, like, like, Henry. Okay. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. You know, it's more of a character study. It's... It's slower paced. Oh,
2: I do not. Character as... studies, uh, if they're done well, like yeah, I mean, it's it's done well. If done well, just... of course, if they're done well.
1: But if yeah, if it's... it's done poorly, I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just trying not to say like because I noticed I said like about seventeen times already. Um, <laughs> the weird thing with these like found footage documentary style films is the thing that I have a tough time disregarding is that the documentary filmmakers continue to film as you see things spiraling out out of control and i don't know if i can just dismiss that i'm watching it i'm like you see this is getting worse and worse and worse and yet you're just continuing to just blindly follow this guy
2: well that's like the same thing could be said for found footage
1: yeah but you know it's one thing when it's like like you described therapy it's like its point of view and it it ultimately culminates with them meeting. Here they are. They're seeing it. It's like they're seeing the birth of a monster or the the reveal of a monster. And you're like, you wouldn't you wouldn't stay and do this?
0: Well, they're filming a documentary. Maybe they would stay and do it. That's no one's ever seen anything like this before.
1: Well, yeah, and that's how they explain it. Y'all, we're gonna make so much money when we right, sell. Right. That's movie. what I'm thinking. That's yeah, uh, yeah but. At the but same time, to... it's like I would be fearing for my life.
0: I would, too, but I'd still be trying to make a buck. I don't know. Depends on how bad it got, I guess. I mean, if yeah. it got ridiculous when and I saw upside down crosses flying at me and shit like that, then, yeah, I'd get the hell out. But
1: yeah, no, there's nothing supernatural in this film. It's a straight up character study. And, you know, you start to actually feel for this for this lead character, you know, at, at the beginning, especially because he's he's being, you know, basically disrespected by everyone. Damn. Everyone basically picks on him, makes fun of him. You know, he gets into, like, a, an argument with one of his passengers, and his passenger kind of, like, beats him up. It's just, you, <laughs> you really feel bad for this guy. He's kind of, like, you know, he's he's being bullied. He's kind of weak. He comes across as weak. And then, ultimately, you start to learn things and start to see things, and you realize he might not be as weak and as as innocent as he comes across. So, in, in that regard, it's well made. I would have liked maybe a little bit more substance, maybe a little bit more backstory, because they kind of just throw it at you later on. It's mm. kind of, oh, well, this guy did this, this guy did that. You know, it's like, I would have liked to have maybe seen that. But ultimately, definitely worth checking out. It's described on the B as a crime drama. I saw somebody post it in the horror group. Yeah, I guess it could it could fall under that umbrella with a few horror elements, but probably... More so, crime drama, but I still give it a watch. Uh, I gave it a seven and a half.
0: Oh wow! I thought you were gonna come in low. No, not sure. no, no, because it's it's actually
1: really well made for for found footage type of film. It's well acted. I was intrigued, I, but ultimately just like nothing, it not enough happened. I wanted more. Right. Because the description. On uh, Netflix makes it sound like when when you're going to find out like all these these horrifying secrets, I almost expected like it was going to become like supernatural or something crazy. And I'm actually glad it didn't go there, but it didn't become dark enough for me. It didn't go all Henry on you.
0: Well, it's, it's weird. You give it a seven and a half. But I don't feel like I have a need to watch it, you know. <laughs> that's why I said I thought you're coming in lower, right? Am I right, Christian? Doesn't yeah. sound like he's dogging it. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm still recognizing it for its
1: filmmaking. It's it's really well made. It really and well acted. So,
0: yeah, all right,
2: yeah.
1: I do say check it out.
2: All right. So my next okay. one here is a slasher film. I guess you can call it a slasher film. A lot of people coined it a slasher film. Uh, it's not a traditional slasher film, and that's Bloody Birthday. <laughs> what I will call this, I think this is fairly underrated, though. I really like this movie. It's well made. It's well acted. It's well paced. Uh, it, it's got some cool surprises on it. You know, you got some peep and tom kids. It's got killer kids that kill parents. And, and uh, again, if you haven't seen this movie, watch it. It's from eighty one, I believe.
0: It is. Yep.
2: Yeah. So another another. Kind of gem, in Brandon's term, hidden gem from 81. In my opinion, uh, the premise of the story is that three kids are born uh, during a lunar eclipse and they end up going on uh, a killing spree on their, I believe, 13th birthday.
0: <laughs> it happens I before so. the birthday.
2: So it actually happens on the lead up to the birthday. It just starts uh, killing people. Um, yeah because
0: they're planning a party yeah, and yeah. Then the birthday party is
2: like at the climax of the movie type thing so it leads up but the movie the movie actually is well directed well acted uh, this is like when I was watching it again this is my second time seeing the movie I, was like, I really I remember really enjoying it the first time and it held up perfect to a second view nice yeah I'd say a solid seven seven and a half out of ten
0: now do you consider it a slasher or don't you <sighs> when I don't a, when think seen
1: I'm it
2: again, it. When seeing it again, no. I would I would say no, I don't consider it a slasher, personally. To me, a slasher's got to feel, and this is where we're going to get into muddy ground and we're going to talk about it throughout this year, but a slasher's got to be like the, like a killer, a typically masked, but it's a, I'll forgive even the mask part of it. Yeah, but
0: yeah, kind no, but of that unseen, can be
2: masked. Kind of unseen. Well, because then you're leaving out final exam, you're leaving it some of the ones we're talking about, to, all the ones we're talking about tonight. Right,
3: right, right. <laughs> True.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it has to be masked, but Bloody Birthday definitely doesn't feel slasher. The only thing slashery about it is the cover art. You see that cover art and you're like, oh, this I must know. be a cool slasher. Yep. Yeah. It's a killer kid movie.
0: Yeah. It's a killer yeah, it kid is. movie, yeah. Okay. Now, uh, my next movie is one that was sent to us by our friend Jeff Prumis. And he is the producer, director, editor of uh, a movie called Romeo's Distress. Jeff was kind enough to send this to us. It is not available anywhere yet. Um, he's currently trying to get it released. He eventually will get it released, even if he has to do it himself. But he is definitely uh, – this, this should be coming out this year. And Romeo's Distress, I am – I'm not going to give it a grade. rating um because it's i I don't think it's fair to because uh like i said he's he's on a group page with us he's a friend of the show but i will say this this falls in the same line as the next couple movies i'm going to review so it's all good it's um i definitely recommend this film it starts off kind of different it starts off one way, it goes, goes into another way. It's basically about this guy, and you learn more about him, things change. But it starts off kind of like a character piece. This guy's uh seems to be hung up on, on a girl. Uh, now, initially, as you're watching it, it, it just seems like it's maybe they were broken up. We don't know why. Then he goes on, and you see him with a psychiatrist. And the psychiatrist says something about... Um, you don't want to go back to jail. He's asking him questions about love. So then he starts thinking, okay, what's going on here? Then you meet some of his family members. That's where you get a little bit of comic relief, a little bit. People in his family are goofy. He has an uncle, his mother, uh, and they're both kind of goofy. That's why I say the, the tone kind of changes, uh, because the second half is not goofy at all. It's actually quite serious. But let me tell you, this movie was filmed for only $2,500 and over month's. They were just a couple of days here, a couple of days there, weekends, or something like that. It shot black and white, black and white, and I'm very glad it was. There are some other scenes where it's almost kind of backwards. Or usually you're watching a movie, and you see black and white being the flashback. In this movie, the color is the flashback, so you get a little bit of color. But I like that aspect to it. But I'll tell you, $2,500, it's really well shot. It's scored well. Uh, I mean, for a movie with a budget like this, Technically, it's great. Uh, I mean, uh, like I said, there's some unconventional comedy mixed in there with the family members. He's concerned about jail. He's obsessed with this girl. Uh, you see a phone call in the beginning between a guy named Mr. Matthews and, and a guy named Bobby. And they're talking about um, setting something up. And it turns out that our, our hero, Romeo here, gets beat up. And uh, we find out that this guy, Mr. Matthews, is, is behind it. So I don't want to get into spoilers. He's obsessed with this girl. He's obsessed with this flower. He meets his photographer girl in the park. Um, and, and he gets along with her. There's a revelation we get about her. And then basically Mr. Matthews gets a hold of him later on. We can learn more about the backstory here. He gives him an ultimatum. And, uh... You know, it's a good film. I, I, I do enjoy this movie. It's 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 a labor of love. You you can see that Jeff is uh gave his heart and soul for this movie, and I really hope that it can, it, it gets a, a, a serious release. But in the meantime, when it does, remember this movie and check it out. Uh, the movie's called Romeo's Distress, and I am definitely recommending this film.
2: I, I saw it as well. Uh, It was shot beautifully to be, I thought for the budget, I thought they did a great job, a great job. The tone change was necessary because I was getting a little, the first half was getting a little long. So if I had to, if I had to put like my editor hat on, I would maybe trim out the uncle because there's so many quirky characters that you think you you could almost lose the uncle. I know they're trying to drive that love, love theme home, but it was already established It was done, and it could have been done. If I, if it was like one little nitpick just to tighten up that first little bit, I understand the movie runs about eighty something minutes long. So the reality is that that would bring it down, uh, you know, in the seventy minute range. But I think um, it would help the pacing of the film. But the second half definitely brings uh, a couple of surprises and uh, yeah, just a few things that I personally wasn't fond of. Overall, but who am I? I'm just one one person looking at the film, uh, and it played out quite well. I I enjoyed it too, and I'd say it was a recommend as well. Uh, just again on the fact that this guy did it, he made a movie for two thousand change, and he got it out there, and it looks it looks great. Now,
1: does this have horror what? elements? Because I saw the description of this film as like multi-genre.
2: The horror elements kick in. The horror elements kick in at the halfway mark.
1: Okay, oh, yep. uh, that's oh, uh, that's the one you were talking about, okay, yeah,
3: yeah, mentioned
0: that cool, and I agree the second half it definitely goes into high gear, uh the first half there was some goofiness going on, they were quirky, and I guess you could leave you could have left the uh the uncle out. The only thing about the uncle was the whole uh carpadium, which sent him on that whole thing with writing it, and then they brought it back at the end and but it was cool just to learn what was going on here. And then the revelation of the entire thing and how it's set up and ultimately how it ends, which is kind of weird, but cool, a little bit artsy in a way, but good. And if this, if we, if, you know, we're recommending this movie because we watched it and that's how we feel. We're not doing it because you know Jeff to be nice to the director. Oh, we, it's, we, it's don't the,
2: we don't know. We don't know. Like I mean, he, no, he's on, he's on our page, but he, or on the group right. page, but like we like, we don't know. Right. I think. I think it's great. Like this is what we're saying. We're talking about wanting to make a movie. The guy did it. He made a movie, yeah. and he he should be proud of this film. And it it, it looks good. And I can't believe the budget. Like, I know. It's like, penis. Yes. like when you think about it, like
0: it makes it, it it gives hope to guys like us. <laughs> we should get together and do it. Let's come up with twenty five hundred. See what we can do. The exploding <laughs> heads movie.
2: What was it called? What's it called, Christian? Exploding <laughs> heads. The exploding heads horror movie. I've it's already it, it. Funny enough. Really? Yes. Yeah, I have. I was going right. I to surprise you guys with it because now that you've let the cat out of the bag and tried to make it a joke again, I, started, I did an outline, a rough outline, and I wanted to write a first draft to give to you guys to see uh, what you thought and then inject, uh, interject your thoughts and feelings. On
1: Absolutely that. no joke. I keep thinking about this like all the time.
2: Well, gotta start we're going to get out. We're to actually make the script. That's why I said yeah. I'm tired of talking about it. So I we can do it. As a surprise, I'd write the script out even if it was in rough. And just, just to get it out, uh, and even if it's not the script, you'll get the outline at the very least. That's I just hope for
1: on. one thing, and I just hope you write better than you podcast.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm
2: kidding. Hey, kidding? <laughs> Go ahead, say I don't, I come up, I can, that's what I'm saying. I come yeah. up with the ideas, I can, I can put some of those ideas down on paper. It's up to all of us to like get that out and make it into something better. We can fun. do it. Fun Let's party. do it. Do it. Yep. yep. Right, so is it my turn? Yep. Your turn, sir.
1: All right. So I'm going to bring up one that I'm not sure if one of you guys was actually going to bring it up, but I know I think we've all seen it. And it's an anthology film from this year, and it's called XX. Ah, nice. Yeah. You know, I mean, all female directors, all female lead lead actors, and the thing that – got my attention with this one is that uh, Karen Kusama, who did The Invitation, my number one film, did one of the segments. Now, I gotta say, the one thing I I don't love with anthologies is I don't love when they don't have a wraparound story, although I do gotta say that the imagery in between everything was awesome. Mm -hmm. Really was awesome. Kind of a tool video. (laughs) Right, yeah. Exactly. Uh I, I gotta say, though, in terms of in terms of each of the stories, and there's four of them, I thought one really stood out above all of them, and another one had the potential to be amazing, and then I thought two kind of just fell short and flat.
0: I'm going to say the two that you like the most are one and four. And you are absolutely
1: correct. Nice. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought the first segment called The Box, which was by Jovanka Vokovic, and it's based on... A story by Jack Ketchum. I thought that was absolutely phenomenal and terrifying. I loved that story. And, you know, it's, it's about a young boy who, who sees a man on a, on a New York subway with a present. And the man lets him look inside the box. And then all of a sudden, the boy won't eat anymore. And then the boy tells something to his sister. And his sister won't eat. And then the sister tells the father something. All pertaining to this box. And he won't eat. And the mother is just sort of like... What the hell is going on? Why why won't anyone eat? And it's 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 really quite haunting, and it's a less is more story because it kind of leaves a lot of things open. But I thought it was just really unsettling, and I loved it. Did you get you did you both see this?
2: Yeah, yeah. That shot yeah. when they cut back to the boy, and when he's like all thinned out. Was yeah, busy. how terrifying. Yeah. terrifying! yeah, yeah. Uh, what about wow. the nightmare part of it? Gives the gory scene in the movie, but was it needed?
1: It probably not. You know, when I'm thinking of this film, I'm not even thinking of any any of the gory gory uh, parts. Of the Segment. Right. To me, the look of the boy towards towards the end yeah. and how thin he was was the most horrifying thing. Yeah,
2: yeah, man. It was, it was,
1: it... And just the, the helplessness of this poor mother.
2: Yeah. This movie's um, beautiful. The be- beautiful. Looking. It is. Great. Yeah, great, it looks great, good. Great cinematography. Yeah. yeah.
1: The mm-hmm. birthday party won the second segment was, was a little I don't know it was it was okay but it was kind of silly kind of one note really very one note very very silly you know about a um a woman who has whose husband is dead and she's basically got to hide this body because it's their daughter's 7th birthday party and you don't really get a lot of answers because you know that something was up with their relationship Right. The woman's walking around with a with a ripped robe on. Like you want to piece things together, but not enough is given to you. Mm-hmm. The um, the girl who plays a girl who plays the nanny, and you kind of suspect something was going on with the nanny, but it never really goes anywhere. So I, that one was was probably number three in terms of the ones I liked. The one I liked the least, and not because it was bad, but was the "Don't Fall" segment with these with these kids going uh, hiking in the desert. And all of a sudden they start to get killed by these, I guess, is it an Egyptian mo- monster or something? Like a hieroglyphic monster or a petroglyph?
2: I, it's funny I don't that, that I it... like that the least because it had the best scary thing in the whole thing. From a, from a kind of a pop-out scare.
1: Yeah, it ha- I mean, it had good scares. I just saw this one as something that probably would have been better as a feature film. Yeah. If it had been developed. Because I didn't really understand. I wanted to understand more of the mythology behind it.
0: Yeah, they spent so much time showing that that one girl is scared of everything. That's the whole thing—the reputation of her brother teasing her, and she's always scared about everything in sight. And then she yeah. ends up something else happens, and it's like maybe if they would have spent more time uh, on the mythology instead of hammering home yeah. that this girl's a chicken shit.
1: Yeah, and they had enough time because even though these are shorts, they were all you know in the fifteen to twenty-minute range. So it's mm-hmm. it's not it's not like they're five-minute shorts. And it was nice to see the girl from Final oh. Girls and Trash Fire.
0: And Halloween too, At yeah. H two, yeah. Harley, mm mm, Yep.
1: And then the last one by Karen Kusama, *Her Only Living Son*. I thought had had potential to be the strongest one. I just felt like some things were underdeveloped. And this is about a mother who's basically on the run and hiding with her son, and her son's a teenager, and he's there's something wrong with him, and and you don't really know what's going on until you really find out what ultimately it is but some things are just underdeveloped there's a flashback scene where she mentions two names so then you're all of a sudden aware of another character that is never even seen so it's like what happened to that character but it's very mean-spirited i mean I, this kid is like a, you know he's nasty like he gets in trouble at school for for ripping a girl's fingernails off he's you could hear yes. him he's, hurt, he's hurting he's hurting his dogs he's uh Oh, it's it's really, really quite evil, and it it would have again been even stronger had it been developed more. I still say, check this out. I actually rated these individually, added them up, divided by four, and that's how I came with my grade because <laughs> I I thought very highly of the first one. I thought above average for for all three of the four of them. So I ultimately averaged out my grade at a six and a half.
3: Huh.
1: I think I think it's a fair score. I mean, the first story I was like an eight, eight and a half on. I man, I love that. I don't know if that would have worked as a feature because they would have had to give too many answers and it would have been cheesy and generic. So I think that worked perfectly as as a short. But some of the others were a little underdeveloped or like you said, the birthday party was a little one note. Indeed, it's
2: the exact same score I gave it.
1: Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wow. it's, it's just yeah. seems like the right score for this film. I saw oh. some people giving out like fours and well, stuff. They and said it's, They
2: hated it. It's not. It, I,
1: no, it's actually, I actually kind of enjoyed it. I would watch this again.
0: I want to watch but, it again. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, I would definitely watch this again, but uh, yeah, six and a half.
0: Six and a half too, and and I didn't do you do if I did it your style, it might have come closer to a. It might have been a six, might have been a little bit lower. But I even included the in between because I enjoyed that too. Yeah, but that, I'll say this. I
1: mean, yeah, that helps
0: it too. The first and the and, and the last one are are the best two. Mm-hmm. I, I will give you that. I agree with first one. I wish there would have been a better conclusion. That's my one complaint there. Everything else about it, I loved. The fourth one was pretty solid. I still felt there was something missing. I don't know what, but I enjoyed it. Um. The second one was probably my least favorite. Like I okay. said, it was just too one note, and I just didn't – it was kind of unbelievable what they did at the end by propping up that thing, and <laughs> nobody's going to do something right away when they see it. It just it just was a little too unbelievable. And the one after that, the Don't Fall one, again, I, you could kind of say that it's one note, but it's at least horrific and cool, just very basic. Yeah,
1: it's, basic. Yeah, ba- you know, yeah, ba- guess what, number three? Yeah, basic.
2: Well, number two pointed like uh, updated the trouble with Harry, like uh, the Alfred Hitchcock movie where the, the the dead guy keeps popping back up and I gotta keep moving him. Like, I actually don't understand why the weekend she didn't at Bernie's. Kill
1: the cop, cops, like, the weekend at Bernie's.
2: She didn't kill because him. she
0: didn't she didn't want to ruin her 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 daughter's birthday. I,
2: I I understand it just I hate that. That's like that to me is like the pro, the again not the same but in the same vein as, like the meet the. Fockers or meet the uh, parents style comedy with just a quick little everybody, come down here for a second. Let me explain myself. We'll shut the movie down right away, but it <laughs> keeps getting zanier and zanier and zanier. And I check out because I'm just like, just a quick conversation would just solve this. And I just hate it. Like, I hate that style thing. So I, I agree there. I did, when I was watching it, though, it's like, oh, this is kind of fun. But, but I was annoyed by the fact that she see, I podcast. thought she
1: I thought she had something to do with the mm. death. I really did. And that's why I wanted more out of it. That's why it it was slightly ahead of the don't fall one because the don't fall clearly didn't tell you what these petroglyphs or hieroglyphs, whatever they were calling yeah. them were.
0: But I wanted more out of that, too. because she's no. cause
1: you see, she's got a tear in her robe. I, I'm thinking this was an abusive relationship cheating, that maybe he wasn't a away, maybe he was home and she poisoned him or something. I, I don't know. I'm looking into it too much. Maybe maybe it was just sort of not... Maybe it was simply not wanting to ruin the daughter's birthday, but I thought there was something deeper there, but
0: I don't know. Maybe. I'll tell you one thing that would have fixed the movie. Make the second one five minutes shorter, make the third one five minutes longer. That's what I would have preferred. Yeah, down. that would have worked. That would have worked. Yeah. There you go. That's cool. We all agree. XX. Not as bad as some people are making it sound. Definitely worth a watch. Yeah. You know? yeah.
2: Well, here's my uh, my number three. is another, sl- well, another quote-unquote slasher movie. This one I could see being a slasher a bit more so than Bloody Birthday, that's for sure. And it's a first-time watch, and it's the last horror film from 1982. I don't know how this movie escaped me. I don't know why I hadn't seen it up to this point, but I haven't. And so I was watching it last week. I don't know what to say about this movie, <laughs> Like, is it Joe Spinell? Spinell, yeah.
1: Spin- yeah. Maniac.
2: Yeah, Maniac.
1: Yeah,
0: and Carol Monroe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's some cool things that do- they do here. Like, they film real footage of the Cannes Film Festival, and they intercut it with the movie itself. And I just found it's, it's more of a comedy than a horror movie. The tone is muffled, and it's off. So at one point, it's a goofy comedy. Then it's a straight-up horror movie. And then it's like a misogynist maniac ripoff, and then it's a comedy. And it, is, it, it just keeps sort of shifting these gears a couple of times throughout the movie. So he's like a... Uh, the Joseph Hill character is like a loser that, that wants to make a movie, and he's a dreamer and a cab driver, and everybody makes fun of him. He's like, Ah, oh, you'll see. One day I'll make a movie. He goes home, and he talks to Ma, and his mom is really his mom in real life. And she's not that greatest actress either, but she's like, Yeah, you're always just a dreamer. Stan. And then, so he decides <laughs> he's going to make this movie. Uh, and it opens with a movie within a movie. And the movie that they're watching, I think he's jerking off in the theater, actually. Uh, <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious that he's jerking off in the theater. But it's funny when there's a couple times in this movie where they show movies within the movie. Like, so they're watching something on the screen, and then. It's like a death. So in this case, it's a woman. I'm not ruining anything because it's an opening scene. A woman gets killed. Uh, oh, my gosh. In a jacuzzi, I believe. So there's nudity right out of the gate. Killed in a jacuzzi. And then the movie just says the end. Is it a jacuzzi uh, or a hot tub? A hot tub. Is that okay. the same thing?
1: Jacuzzi is the brand, I believe. I'm being such an asshole right yeah.
2: now. <laughs> More so than usual. So then, More so yeah, than you. A hot tub. Okay. And then she, he gets killed in that. But then it's like the death happens. And because that's where they want to end the movie, within the movie part, it's just it's the end on the screen. I don't know how that would be the end to any movie, but that's fine. <laughs> and then, so he's jerking up the thieves people like you're leaving. And so you just realize he's a weirdo out of the gate. Uh, and they play on that throughout the movie. And there's obviously some other subplots and there's some other kills throughout. He's trying to create... Kind of his own movie from everything—a movie without her knowing that she's in this movie. It yeah. plays out, and at the end, he makes his movie.
1: It's hmm. weird. I don't—I've known about this film. I'm not sure if I've seen this film. If I have, I don't remember it. But uh...
2: I definitely haven't. I—I I, I think I got this confused thinking I had seen it, and for whatever reason, it, I'm, the one I was thinking it was Fade to Black, which is nothing related to this whatsoever. So I don't know yeah. how I got them confused, but. I did, and I haven't. This was a first time watch. I'm still kind of confused at what I give it because there's some good stuff here. I definitely recommend people checking it out. Like I enjoyed it. I was, I laughed, and I'm like, "Oh, this movie's stupid." Oh, this movie's good. So did,
1: so did uh, the horror elements play as a slasher or not even, not even?
2: Yeah, a little bit. A slasher in the sense of how kind of like Maniac played out. Okay, but not nearly as gory. This is not like a a gore fest or anything to that effect. I would just say a 6 out of 10 for the recommend side because I would like people that hadn't seen it that maybe were stuck not realizing this existed or just hadn't checked it out just to check it out.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think this popped up on Shudder recently, I want to say.
2: It
1: is on Shudder.
0: Okay. Yeah, Obviously. I've heard of it. Yeah. I've never sat down and watched it, but it's up there on Shudder. I'll give it i I'll, I'll check it out, you know? Nice. What the hell? Yeah, I, was,
2: I started this movie on the plane and... Of course, there's like tits right in the first two seconds. So then <laughs> I had to turn that one off and I put on Bloody Birthday, and there's pretty much tits in the first two seconds. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not quite as aggressive. So that one I, I kept on and I watched. I always get a little nervous when I'm on a plane.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
2: That should <laughs> be the think... title of our next film.
0: I was jerking tits. off while
2: I was watching the movie, too.
1: Tits in Two Seconds. <laughs> yeah, they don't like when you jerk off
2: on an airplane.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to join
2: the Mile High Club with myself. <laughs>
0: nice okay um my next movie is coming off of a list that we talked about last week that's a movie i've never seen before but should have and it just so happens to be a 1986 movie the movie is chopping Fright mall Night. chopping mall <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Night.
1: what an asshole
0: <laughs> yeah. you never saw okay. it really no i never wanted to i saw the body. what do i care about our robots It just yeah it's what just do the I
2: care about robots
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, watching slasher bots. movies in the in the '80s and shit. I don't seen a robot kill somebody. What do I? I can't, I can't wait to hear this. Oh well, number one, you know that it's a very '80s movie, so you oh, yeah. must know I'm gonna enjoy that. I'm gonna enjoy the cheesiness of it, the soundtrack, uh, Jim Wynorski, who's gonna be coming up later, uh, his fingerprints on this. Not a whole lot of TNA, I don't think, this is other movies, but definitely some nice looking girls. There's a bunch of familiar '80s faces. There, there, there's good dialogue. There's some cool kills. Some of the effects are dated, yeah. Uh, the snake and tarantula shit that's going on in the climax is some of the scariest shit you're going to see, I think. Oh, hell yeah. I would not want to encounter those things. I think, I, I, I'd be more afraid of them than the robots, I think, to tell you the truth. That, that's, no. I had
1: a nightmare about tarantulas, and <laughs> I watched that film probably around the same time you did. I had dreams about tarantulas like
0: the night I watched that. Holy shit. Yeah. I had a dream about tarantulas... Not even realizing that it was because of this movie. Oh, I
1: knew. I, I said to myself oh when I woke up, I had a horrifying dream about like a thousand tarantulas in my house. And I I was freaking out when I woke up.
0: Dude, I dreamed about giant tarantulas at my mother's house. And I was in the basement. I woke up and I told my wife about it. And it was like three or four days after seeing this. Oh,
2: my yeah. God. I've wow. now evolved to dad Christian throughout our show. <laughs> I'm I'm now dad Christian. No more horror <laughs> movies for you two. <laughs>
0: damn i know right shit i'll tell you what tarantula nightmares <laughs> i enjoyed the movie it's fun it's not amazing it is fun it is fun, fun. Uh, here's what i don't get right off the bat why is there that much of a concern of what happens in the in the, the after hours of a mall that they need to hire robots what could possibly happen when the mall is closed that it's that much of an epidemic they need to spend money to get robots to take care of it? Yeah, I mean, I agree.
1: The whole <laughs> I, thing is—
0: Maybe during business hours. Maybe. I can see if, if there's a bunch of punk-stealing things. But after hours? <laughs> and just because a storm
1: happens and the robots come online, why do they automatically come online to kill? <laughs>
0: Well, because they're supposed to kill because they're, they're defense. You know what I mean? They're supposed to kill bad people. So I can see that. No,
1: but they were asking for ID. They asked the one guy for ID. He showed his ID. <laughs> they
0: yeah. still killed him. Yeah, they, they 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 messed up. That's for sure. But honestly, I'll just skip it. Good. It's seven out of ten. I enjoy chopping more yes
2: yeah, that's that's a that's, a fun that's fair. I, yeah,
1: I gave it a seven and a half.
2: And I actually nice. haven't watched it. Re- I'm gonna rewatch it for the '86 show uh, no. to update my my score. I've I've watched it. Uh... Just once, but I remember I loved it. Like I mean, I remember lo- loving it, but loving it like seven and a, seven out
0: of. Ten.
1: Loving it for what it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's what I do with you, Brandon.
2: Yeah, I love <laughs> you
1: for what you are, huh. and Christian, I love him despite him being Canadian.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and better than all brother. right. All right, next up for me is a short film. I believe this was from last year from director Brian Lenano, who is. I don't know if he's friends, but he knows our previous guest host, Miss Lauren Ashley Carter, and she recommended this one uh, to us, mm-hmm. and it's called Gwilym. Okay, I don't know why. Can I just ask you guys real quick, when when she told you about Gwilym, did you go and look at anything about it? Did you watch the trailer or anything? You know, what Not, that, There wasn't even a trailer. <laughs> I'm sorry, there wasn't even a trailer. There was like an interview with the director or something. Did you Did you just have any thoughts in your head as to what type of film this was going to be? Short
0: didn't want st- to know. Nope. Didn't want to know. Wanted to watch it. Still do. But Christian, did you have any idea what you? No, I didn't know you... what to expect either. Because
1: when she said this. when she said it was okay, yeah. Because when she said it was fucked, I'm thinking like, oh my god, it's going to be bloody gore. It's just going to be like a five minute like slasher, over the top, mean spirited. And no, it it's not. It is sexual. It is perverse. It is gross. It's. It's along the same vein as if somebody likes who who would like Greasy Strangler. It was just so it was nasty. I'm not Ooh. even sure I'd call this horror. It was almost more comical, except for the actual sight of William, who's basically a big Muppet Ghoulie, and maybe that's why <laughs> she, maybe that's why she recommended it to us because he's freaky looking. It's it's about a guy who's getting out of prison, and his his uh, cellmate says to him, "You're getting out today. You should hit up." G's Tavern, if you want to get your rocks off. It's the best place to get your rocks off. And then so he hits up that tavern. He's drinking. He goes to the bathroom. He sees on the wall, for a good time, go out back. He goes out back. There's this prostitute there. He approaches her. She walks away from him. He gets mad. He kicks the garbage can. Out pops William, and the story continues and concludes from there. It's only five minutes long. I'm obviously not going to tell you what happens, what William does. That's and all that movie. but it but it is nasty. It's only 5 minutes. <laughs> Personally not my type of thing. It's a well-made short film, but it it's it's not my subject matter. I I almost I I did gig at one point. I was <laughs> I, I was grossed out. It was kind of comical though so a little bit of it, but I'm not sure if you guys will love it, but or even like it, but I definitely say check it out. Right. Uh, uh, I, I didn't you know what I I I didn't even I didn't even score cuz I mean it it's a, it's a checkout, you know, I'd probably be in that same you know, that above average. It's well made. You know, it's super low budget. So I, I I don't like she said on the show with, you know, not wanting to criticize, you know, these small independent filmmakers. You know, I haven't seen any of this other stuff he seems to make a lot of short films and they seem to do very well at festivals and I could see why he's a talented guy, but this one in particular, not really subject matter that I was into (laughs) surprisingly.
0: Yeah. Right. I'll check it out though. Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely.
1: Yeah. It's definitely worth checking. out. Everyone should check it out. It's on Vimeo.
2: Cool. All right. All right. My (laughs) fourth. All right. All right. I'm starting the show over. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. 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 hello, All right. All right. Oh, no. My fourth film. Is a first time watch, a slasher film. It's called My Soul to Take, Ooh. and I missed this at the theater, and I don't know how I didn't see it from the time for when it hit DVD to, to just recently, but I didn't. And I said, you know what? I really have to check this movie out. I thought I, I guess I thought it was a PG thirteen film. I have nothing against PG thirteen films. I do have a bit of a problem with them when they're slasher films, and yeah. I'm expecting something else again. Except if you prove me different or, or, or wrong, like uh, prove me different, prove me wrong, like the Final Girls last year. Have you seen this movie, <laughs> either of you?
1: Yes. JP talks about this film as one of his underrated films.
0: What is uh, it called again? My Soul My to Take. Yeah, I've seen it. I own the Blu-ray, actually. Yeah, me too. cheap.
2: Underrated. Okay. I don't know what to make of this film either, because it's a mess.
4: But I enjoyed
2: it. I Yeah. It's well acted. This is a toned-down Shocker meets Nightmare on Elm Street. So where he was blatantly up, r- ripping off Nightmare on Elm Street when he made Shocker, and it was just jacked up, wacky one-liners, goofy, swearing, limping girls, and whatever Ooh. that was in Slasher. This one's a little step. A little, take a little breather and step back a little bit. Let's play it out. There's some bad craziness going on here. But for the most part, I enjoyed it. I think it does fall a little bit flat at the end. But the build-up is good, and it's well-acted. It looks good. uh, Better than Cursed, Deadly Friend, and Hills of Ice 2 by far. (laughs) And probably even even Scream 3 for that matter. But I can't come in too high. But I was was very happy with my viewing experience. It was enjoyable. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. So I think I'll give it a 6 out of 10. I, I saw it one
0: – <laughs> no, you know what? I saw it one time because I bought the Blu-ray. I got it real cheap when Blockbuster was closing, and I yeah. watched it. And I would probably give it a 6 out of 10 too just by memory. I, I don't want to watch it again. Same thing, but I remember it's a movie, like I said earlier, when I started my rings. it's it's It was really hated on. Everybody's shit all over this movie. You probably watch it expecting it to be awful, and you're like, this isn't awful. you know. So you know what it is? It's kind of like familiar territory.
4: I think I, I think I think I saw good.
1: this in the theaters.
0: Really? I
1: think I did. I'm I know I'm not sure where I saw it, but I definitely saw it. And I actually bought the Blu-ray after the fact. I bought the Blu-ray after JP started really hyping it again in the last uh 2 years. And uh that's so how I picked it up cuz the Blu-ray's super cheap. You can get it for like 6 bucks, I think. Well, it's to I, yeah. yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, and I and I remember thinking hmm. I, I you know, I'm not sure I remember certain things about it, but I remember being in that same area. I think I was probably like a, like a six and a half.
2: The funny part of this is when I was t- talking about Bloody Birthday, I started second-guessing myself because the plot of this one was seven kids were being born on the yeah. night that he was getting killed. Not lunar eclipse, but I'm like, oh, wait, which one was the lunar eclipse and which one was the killer? <laughs> and then, so there's still some bad shit crazy that's going on with the plot. And with the bird the falcon or, or whatever and some of the subtext with that and i just so it, there's some failed elements and there's probably too many characters and everybody and the super and the dead. super <laughs> the, the
1: supernatural element was confusing i thought
2: yeah. yeah so like it's it's a mess but a,
3: watchable but a, but a fun mess. Mess.
0: yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it a feels mess. Mess. A, hot, a, hot, a hot mess I think it feels like something that you'd see in the '80s or or, or more, more so the '90s. I think it's a familiar feeling film, and it kind of like it's kind of like a—I don't want to say a feel-good film, but a feel-good in the way of like nostalgia, right? When you're watching it a little.
2: Yeah, you could be right. And it was just weird. I didn't realize that Wes Craven hadn't directed a film since 2005. Yeah, first 2010. This is five years later. It was like boom, Mm -hmm. and then Scream Four, and then that was it.
0: Yep. Interesting. Cool. So it's kind of weird. We all kind of agree on that movie. (laughs) All right. My next one is a big one. Big, big movie, big budget, $40 million budget, Hollywood 2017, A Cure for Wellness. This was the one I was really looking forward to seeing this year based just upon the plot and a couple stills that I saw. And I'll tell you this. It was shot really well. Technically, it was done really good there was a couple really impressive shots i could see where a, a lot of the budget went uh time was taken on some real beautiful shots a lot of it takes place in the swiss alps and uh there's some really good stuff there um i'll make it as brief as i can there's a guy named uh, pembroke who owns this big company big big ceo guy and he goes to this place goes away uh for a little rest and relaxation. Uh, you know, because he's stressing out and he decides I'm going to stay here longer than I should. And I don't care about my business anymore in the corporate world to hell with it. And it's all a waste of time. And what's important is other stuff, not this. And he sends his company a letter. And so they send out one of their employees to go retrieve him. Get, you know, he's got to sign some things off. He can't just walk away from the company. Things have to be done. Yada, yada, yada. So do goes off there, finds out that he's not going to be able to talk to the guy. Uh, decides he's going to leave. He gets into an accident, conveniently has to go back to that hospital, wakes up, and now it's the mystery of him trying to talk to the guy. Can he meet the guy, his boss, his CEO, whatever, bring him back? There's some strange things afoot here. A lot of the stuff is stuff that we've seen before, but there's a whole other crazy aspect to it that is the reason my rating doesn't come in a a little bit higher than I, I would like to give it. Because it it becomes kind of a convoluted plot. The third act, there's some good things that are going on. But it's not fully explained to me enough. Uh, Maybe if someone else can see this movie and explain what's going on, I'll like it more. But I've listened to four or five people's opinions on other podcasts. And they all seem to be in the same boat. Except they like it a lot less than I do. I still like the movie. I just, apparently nobody's really understanding what's going on here with this convoluted plot. There, are, there is a lot to enjoy here. There is some some, some freaking teeth trauma in this movie. And I yeah. do not handle teeth trauma well. So there is a couple scenes in this movie where I am wincing. And there's something else that happens that made me wince. So there's a couple things going on in this movie that worked from a horror perspective. And there's something that I thought was very obvious. He meets this. Everyone there is old. There's a lot of old people here. And he meets this young girl. And at first I think maybe it's gonna be a ghost, because we have seen that so many times. No, we quickly realize she's not a ghost, but what's up? And then you find out more about her story, and then you find out about the people that live in the town below and how they had beef with the people that live up in the hill and the history of it, and her brother and sister that supposedly tried to conceive a child of their own. And there's different stories as to why these people hated the people, the rich people and Like I said, it's a long movie, and it's convoluted. It goes on for like two hours and 20 minutes, maybe longer. I think they could have trimmed a good 20 minutes out of this movie and cleaned up a few things and explained things better, and we could have been looking at a really solid film. I'm not going to shit on it too much. I'm still going to give it a 7 out of 10, but ultimately disappointed uh, overall. But that's a cure for wellness.
2: Gore Verbinski, right? The guy that directed Ring. Rings, Corp. the, re- the yep. American version. Yeah, he's a great yep. director. So I, I, I the yep. preview. I did watch the preview for this, and I was very intrigued. Uh, so it's upsetting to hear that. I, 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 I'm going to still check it out for sure.
0: Please do. Probably I want some other the theater opinions. though. <laughs> no, 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 don't no, go in. It's, it it's gone now, dude. They, the movie. Yeah, forty million dollars. Uh, I think they lost about thirty on
2: it. <laughs> I wonder Which if sucks. he's going to direct again, man, because his last movie was The Lone Ranger. I don't remember that doing very well either.
0: He did that. He did that movie called Rango, and he did all the pirate movies.
2: No, the pirate I like, ones made I like Rango. Rango. Yeah. Rango was good, but I don't know if it did very well.
0: But I still would like to hear more people's opinions on this film. Uh, maybe, but like I said, everything I've listened to, they have trouble figuring it out too, but I think there's something good in there, something great in there, the execution should have been done better. They they should have had better writing, which made it clear cut. But just I, I got it, you. Did that make sense? I'll watch it. All right, I'll, please do. I'll, I'll tell you what happens. Okay, please do. <laughs> if you can help me, I'll you know I'll freaking I'll praise you. Oh, That's fine. <laughs> no, it's you got not
2: another
1: worthwhile. one there, Bo. Uh, yeah, I got one more. Well, actually, I have two more, but I think one of you is going to mention the other one. So, I got one more, and it's a hidden gem. Ah. There, I rewatched it with a friend, again, for... This is probably the third or fourth time I've seen it. Picnic at a it, rock? <laughs> no, it's my, it's my number one hidden gem. It's the ninth configuration.
0: Ah, uh-huh. didn't someone just pass away from that movie? Those, Those people writer, are
1: dead from
2: it. For the director.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. William Peter Blatty. Yeah. I'm sorry, right. yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, it's written and directed by William Peter Blatty. Actually, the only two films that Blatty directed, this and Exorcist Three. Course he wrote Exorcist. And this one's about a military, a experimental military, insane asylum for crazy and AWOL soldiers during the war, during the Vietnam War. And basically what happens is a new commanding officer arrives, and he's a psychiatrist, and he's allowing these soldiers to live out their fantasies and delusions as sort of a a way of self-rehabilitation. And it stars Stacey Keach and Scott Wilson. And this movie, I've always said, it's my number one hidden gem. I think it gets lost because Blatty's most known for The Exorcist. But I absolutely love this film. This is one of these films that falls under many, many genres. It very much starts off and plays out like a comedy, there's horrific elements that they're dealing with because they're dealing with loss of faith, loss of humanity, uh, just just you know horrific situations during wartime. But it's very comedic for the first hour, and then there's a specific scene where there's a complete tonal shift, and it's just oh, it's gut wrenching. But overall, I just I love the performances in this film and I always recommend it to horror fans not because of it being a horror film but because of the cast it has. Stacy Keach, Scott Wilson, Jason Miller, Neville Brand, Tom Atkins, Tom Atkins, Joe Spinell, Robert Loja. It, oh. It's got so many great people in this film and Ed Flanders. Ed Flanders, Stacy Keach, Scott Wilson, are, are your two standout performers here, but Jason Miller's phenomenal and Ed Flanders is phenomenal. I'm not even going to talk about anything that happens in the movie because you really got to experience it for yourself. But I love this film. Every time I watch it, I love it. I can't find anything wrong with this film. One thing I, I actually sent this film to the 22 shots boys back when Jeremy was with them to review and they reviewed actually a bunch of films. I sent them and they gave, they gave pretty high scores to this one. I think it, Wound up getting something like a twenty-four, twenty-five out of thirty. And one of the things that uh, JP had mentioned was that he was a little confused at at the at some of the actions of some of the patients. Because one of the main things that they're trying to figure out in this is: are these inmates faking, being being sick? Are they pretending to be crazy, or are they actually crazy? And I used to feel real strongly one way or the other about it, like I say which way. And then JP said he wasn't sure. And I believe he actually said he felt the opposite of how I felt. And after rewatching it this time, I'm almost I'm not confused, but I'm almost sort of leaning almost his way now. But the beauty about rewatching this multiple times is that you hear you hear the dialogue. It's a very dialogue driven film. And you hear this different dialogue, especially a speech given by Jason Miller miller's character and he really just gives such a phenomenal speech in there that it really makes that whole point almost do- doesn't even matter and the resolution of the film it, it's it, it's uplifting it's it's just it just leaves you with a nice warm fuzzy feeling inside really does it's just a phenomenal film i love it i absolutely love it i can't say anything bad about this film it's set in a, it's set in a castle it's silly it's it's You'll hear some of the craziest lines you've ever heard. I mean, Robert Loja at one point is doing uh, doing a dance to Al Jolson music wearing blackface. Okay. <laughs> it's while I've never Moses in
2: this film. I've got to while see while mo while it's Moses. On Shutter, God, I
1: think. You got you got you guys have to see it to experience it. I just I, awesome. I don't know if people are as high on it as as I am. I don't even think Tom Atkins was as high on it as I was <laughs> when, when I met him. He kind of looked at me like I was nuts. He was telling me about the, the making of the film and how much he enjoyed making it, but he he kind of was like, I guess he's surprised because nobody really talks about this film. Uh, I, You know, I give this a 10 out of 10. I mean, it's to me, it's one of my favorite films, period. I love it. I never get tired of it.
2: Toxic Avenger, 10 out of the 10?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so, because, you know, I don't hear a lot of people giving it 10s who have seen it. They might like it, but I just I love it. I connect with it.
2: Nice, man. That's Tum- fucking point. Can't even mop right. <laughs> <Can't> even mop. <laughs> <laughs> He's always got that shitty grin on his face. What's he so hurt. happy about? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ten out of fucking ten. Nice. All right, Gotta man. like it. My my last year are gonna be sorority house massacre, one and two. So, <laughs> uh, I watched twenty movies this week, which is twenty horror films this week. And, awesome. Uh, so a lot of slashers, a lot of '86, uh, five from 2017. Uh, yeah, I, it was a good it was a good couple of weeks. <laughs> so, Sorority House Massacre one and two. I've watched two a bunch of times. It's a goofy movie, and I love it. One I've watched one time before this, and I rated it very low. And it was back at the time where I'm like, well, if you're not going to give me gore, then why am I watching you? <laughs> in a slasher film because this is probably one of the biggest Halloween ripoffs of them all. They're all kind of ripoffs as we well know. They're slasher films. This one plays out like Halloween with a little bit of Meets Nightmare on Elm Street.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, the if you don't know the story but of course it takes place in the summer our sorority house of course you see girls get topless. Uh, the killer... Uh, just sort of um, escapes from an insane asylum and stalks a girl down at the house. Uh, the girl's having nightmare visions of something that she doesn't know why, but then it turns out that she's remembering something from her childhood. I believe that's how it all plays out anyway. And then he's coming back to get her because he's sister or something very similar to that, if it wasn't his sister. I think it was a sister. <laughs> I think it was a direct ripoff. And uh, uh, he doesn't wear a mask so he's maskless the whole time uh, and he walks and stands like Michael Myers does in the first couple of movies for sure I hated this movie the first time I saw it because I hate it like same with final exam if they didn't give me a reason and they just played out I thought it was at this point it was cheap I'm like that was okay when you're the original but now you've got to give me a reason as to why this person's coming out or otherwise if the movie was just made for no reason and they weren't, really, they were just made to make money. So Final Exam is just a killer that comes out, wreaks havoc on everybody, boom, gone. Uh, same here. Sorority House Massacre, it's that same sort of thing. They try to tie that element of family in, but it's, you know, been there, done that. It's a by the numbers. It looks okay. It, it, it's a slasher film. Uh, there's a couple of stabs here and there, but I give it like a 5 out of 10. 5
0: out of 10? Yeah. It, like, I mean, it, it's yeah. not...
2: I, I think I rated it like a 3 and a 10 before. But I, <sighs> I actually think I was really harsh on it because I actually, will I could watch this again. I could pop it in and watch it again. And so a 5 average, nothing nothing that's stood yeah. out. Now, funny enough, Sorority House Massacre 2, which is actually plays out like a sequel to Slumber Party Massacre. Right. <laughs> it's... All the right. flashbacks they show to it have nothing to do with sorority house massacre. They no, all but, are flashbacks of slumber party massacre.
0: But the strange thing is, it's the same story. It's the Hoxster place, and it, that's what's going on in in, in sorority house massacre. It's a, so a it's the same. Story. It's yeah, a, yeah. the same story from soror- It makes sense that the story in sorority house massacre two is the same continuation of part one. But I, I guess just to put stuff on camera and because they wanted to show you instead of just describe what happened at the Hockstetter house, let's just show shit from freaking sur- Slumber Party Man <laughs> because I'm Jim Wynorski and I own it. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just going to do it, which is what they do. And, and I, I, you know, I'm right with you. I give this movie like a 5.5. 5. That was my official rating. Oh, so. oh
2: sorority, the first sorority house you give
0: 5.5? Yes. Okay. So I'm right there with you. Every kill's with the same knife, which is kind of yeah. lame. But... It was a different s-
2: knife. <laughs> just, yeah. it, like it's not as bad. Like I, 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 just remember it being utter crap. And, it's not you know, terrible. But it's, it's, it's got some merit. And part two, though, I think is a fun. Like you'll see the yep. cat. You'll see the ketchup bottle or the 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 syringe in the shadow that's firing <laughs> the blood against the wall. You'll see, it's just, it's played for a laugh and it is fun. And I can put this movie on and just watch it because it knows exactly what it is. Sorority House Massacre 2, 90 Nightmare was the subtitle. <laughs> Nighty, well, they are all in 90s. They're that's all in, for sure. they're in underwear for the whole movie. Yes. And they all get naked. And yep. it, it's, so it's just a fun ride. And it has a stupid plot twist at the end, but it's not yeah. without just having some fun parts throughout. And I actually yep. give this a six out of 10.
0: Nice. I was a five and a half with that, too. I rated them
2: both the same.
1: So. <laughs> before, before Nighty Nightmares, they were going to go with Teddy Terrors.
2: <laughs> Teddy Terrors.
1: Interesting it's not, fact. That's is not that terrible, true? actually. That's not true. Oh, interesting fact. That's not true. <laughs> interesting fact. That is
0: not true. <laughs> that's not terrible, though. How about that fake lightning in Sorority House, too? Did you like that they keep yeah. going to it? Yeah.
2: Same <laughs> animated shot over oh, and over
0: shit. again. Oh, shit. To cut it's the your action default. out. Uh, yeah, they spent 20 minutes on flashbacks of fuck, uh, of Slumber Party Massacre and Fake Lightning. That's how they filled the community. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it has its place. I, I definitely seen worse slashers than these. I know well, you guys say say you
2: didn't Orville Ketchum. Orville Ketchum was like, I got something for you ladies. And he puts his hand down his pants and it ganks out a key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's actually he's very
1: funny in Part Three too, and Part Three has like it takes place in an office building with a bunch of beautiful girls doing inventory. That, yeah, it's
2: hard to didn't to What's a Ceruti
1: House? Three. Yeah, hard to hard to. It's called Hard to Die, but it's yeah. they also call it. But but Orville Ketchum shows up in it. It's that's hilarious. Why. Yeah, that's hard to die? He's hard to die. Do- yeah. He's oh like, yeah. Stephen no. He, he, even in even in this one, he he gets killed like forty seven times and he's still alive.
0: Yep. He's the horror version of Steven Seagal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hard to die. Okay. So another big one from two thousand seventeen. I'm only uh, fresh off of seeing it, and that is called Get Out. Whoo. Get Out. Let me tell you, this is it, it's a tough one to talk about because I don't want to spoil a thing, and that's one of the reasons I went right away. Because I didn't want to chance anything about being spoiled. And um, go see it right away.
1: Oh, yeah, I got to see it. I haven't even spoiled it for myself. I do not want yeah. to know anything. All I know is the lowest grade I've heard somebody give it is an 8.5. And, and that oh. person even wrote. Even wrote because I, it, it's Jeremy. And Jeremy even wrote 8.5 is like a 9.5 for, for most normal people. Because he grades <laughs> very low. And that's the lowest grade I've seen written.
0: Well, I'm not going to pump you up that much because I give it an 8.5 as well, and I really enjoyed it. And I could have been teetering on a 9. But I guess this is another story for another show because the suspension of disbelief now... Like, if you're looking at a movie like Reanimator in the 80s, you, you anticipate, okay, this guy has a serum and he's bringing people back to life. But if someone makes a movie nowadays with something involving a certain type of thing... Is it harder to swallow now, or is it not? And I don't know
1: if you would know the answer to that. Is it harder to swallow? Definitely. definitely.
2: (laughs) Well, gag reflex is not what it used to be.
0: I have no notes. I went to the movies. Then I watched it. I think most people know what this is about. Uh, You know, there's. uh, Let me start this whole damn thing off by saying this: black is in fashion (laughs) because this guy says that in this movie at one point and black my wife wa- so i i burst out laughing in the theater <laughs> and my wife and i have not stopped saying that since the movie black is in fashion and i'm not gonna tell you why it's sad i'm not gonna tell you what it means but after you see it you'll appreciate that line and it's hysterical and i'll tell you jordan peele bringing the masses together for a movie like this, we went Thursday night. Everyone was seeing it Friday. You know, Thursday was like the sneak preview. Yeah. We went Thursday night and it's a, it's a, the audience is perfectly mixed. You have black people, you have white people there. It isn't like going to a Medea where it's going to be, you know, <laughs> generally black people. It's, it's not going to see a regular slasher movie, which is going to be like 75, 80% white people. This was like a, a great mix of everybody and everybody had a good time. And the thing Yes, it is Jordan Peele. Yes, he usually You've seen does that comedy. half
2: the theater is black and the other half is white? Basically.
0: <laughs> isn't,
4: isn't that the. Yeah.
0: Yeah, isn't
2: that How many people died at your screening?
0: <laughs> it was great, man. I'm Everybody kidding. I'm,
2: looking, a, I'm really looking forward to seeing this. That was just a yeah, horrible, horrible, bad
0: No, show. Not, No, it's good. It's good i'm not uptight about it it's funny it's it it, in the movie there is i laughed during this movie more than i anticipated mostly because of one character there's one character there for comedic relief and it's a good character and it's it's a character you wish you saw more in horror movies because he's the friend warning warning his buddy what's going on saying hey don't you see he doesn't say this is like a horror movie but he's saying can't you tell? look at this. it's it's a character you should see in horror more, but it was a lot of it was, was comedic type lines, but everything he said hit with me. So, yes, I did laugh, but it's not a horror comedy, but this character, everything he said happened to hit with me. and and I enjoyed it. And uh, you guys pretty much know the premise. The, the, there's a black guy dating a white girl. She's taking him to see uh, to meet her family for the first time. They go there. Uh, they, they, the guy, he passes a few things off as them just being a little uncomfortable because they're not racist at all. The guy even says, and it is a funny line in the movie because she says it and then he says it because I would have voted for Obama for the third term if I can. And then they get there, you know, and then there is, a, there's a few black servants there, which is a little off putting to him, of, of course, because of this, this family, this rich white family. And there is a, a black, uh, like maid cook type thing, whatever. And then there's a groundskeeper. And the guy even mentioned it to him, because I know what you're thinking, you know? And he goes, well, the reason they're here is because they took care of my mother when she was sick. And then after she passed away, I didn't have the heart to let them go because they were like family, so I gave them jobs here. So it isn't like we're that type of people. So, but then some things are going on and the guy gets suspicious and, ah, uh, really good movie. Uh, you're really engaged the whole time. What's, what's around, what's going to happen next? What and, and, there's really not a dull moment. It's just a, a well-made movie. It, it's uh, this, this guy is good, this Jordan Peele. I hope he does some more horror movies. But I'm not going to say too much about it. Something happens at the end that you've seen a million times in a horror movie, but it doesn't go that direction. And that mm-hmm. was great. I thought something was going to happen, and I would have been happy with it because it's the kind of ending I actually like. But I've seen it before. But then... What you think is probably going to happen doesn't actually happen. And it's a moment that I'm not going to say anything. Just see the damn thing for yourself. But it really is a good movie. There's really not nothing bad I can say about it. There's something I think about, like where the guy discovers something. And I'm trying to think, was that left there for a reason? Or are are we being insulted by saying he just happened to discover this? Because it was a little bit too obvious. And that's it. And there's something involved in the main plot that makes it a little bit. It's very cool, but the plausibility you kind of have to check your brain at the door just a little bit. And that's why I don't give it a nine, and I wanted to, and I give it an eight and a half upon my second view, knowing what I know now. It might go back to a nine, but bottom line, it's a strong recommend. Go see Get Out nice. and see it quick. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. Awesome. Black is in fashion. Nice. <laughs> now let me just say something real quick it's a 1986 movie and it's a movie that i've never seen before and that that was on my list last week and i watched the hitcher movie starts off you see pony boy he's driving he's tired he's doing his thing picks up this guy jim and i don't know jim's the driver john's the hitcher and john is great pony boy (laughs) the hitcher is great dude the, the the character, the guy, yeah, it's great. charismatic, wonderful, loved him. There's great tension right off the bat. Was so into the way to start. Then all of a sudden, I, I have to suspend disbelief once, twice, and the third time I couldn't take it anymore. And that was my problem. Uh, the first time... When they, you know, the hitcher has him, he's in there, and they pull up and they see a bunch of cops or whatever. They see people pull over. All this asshole driving has to do is as soon as he's slowing down, just roll down the window and say, hey, help, man with gun. But no, doesn't say a word. (laughs) Waits until they pull up two more freaking people in line and then waits for the guy to put the, the freaking gun to his cock so he can't talk. Okay, Mistake number one. Even though I think if I was that guy, I would still push the guy's arm really quick away and say, hey, and then the guy's probably not going to blast you in front of the cop. But whatever. I can suspend disbelief a little bit. (laughs) Then, Then he kicks the guy out of the car, the hitcher, and his hair's all wet. He gets him out, and it's wonderful. Great. Then the next morning, he's driving. Must have been driving all night long. Probably didn't stop because why would you? His hair's all dry, so he's been driving all this time. So all of a sudden... Somebody comes up right behind him and then gets right in front of him, whatever the hell it is. They're right in the same vicinity, and the hitcher is with another family. So they're trying to tell us that somehow people took the time to stop and get the hitcher, which is completely fine. I could see that, and didn't have to help him or talk, or, hey, why in the middle of the street or anything? And they're right in the same area as him. That guy would have been freaking a good at least a half hour ahead of him in traffic. But whatever. I looked the other way. I said, okay, it's a horror movie. I can look the other way. The guy could have warned the other people and didn't. Okay, whatever. He had to do. He did the best he could. Look the other way. Then later on, he's driving and he sees that the new family that the hitcher's car is in is pulled to the side of the road. So probably the hitcher, you would think, had whacked these people. So what does this dumb son of a bitch do? Gets out of the car, his car, and tries to look for some corpses. Because why? Why well, I need to know people are dead. Maybe I, should I put myself in danger again? I don't know. Maybe. So then he gets there and obviously sees a dead person, so he throws up. Okay. Gets in his car. Okay. Can I suspend that? Okay. All right. That makes no sense, but all right. Then, then I couldn't take anymore. The guy is driving, drives down the road, pulls into a garage to try to call the cops because he found dead bodies in the side of the road. And of course the hitcher is gonna be in that place too. And it's just it was so frustrating for me that I I wanted the guy to die after twenty minutes. I go, this guy is <laughs> so stupid. I'm rooting for this hitcher. If he doesn't die Now, I'm not going to want to see another minute of this movie. It makes no sense why this guy would pull over again just to call the cops. Why would you put yourself in danger time and time and time again? The people are dead. You're not going to save them. What are you going to call the cops for? Who gives a shit? Save your life. You know this guy's a psycho and he's freaking the killer. Get out. Anyway, I'm sorry. I know this is a beloved movie. I love it. I
2: I love it. And Ebert, going back to Ebert, he fucking hated this movie for everything you're saying. Oh, okay. I'm not alone. tore it apart. I think it's on one of the most hated lists.
0: I didn't mean to. I I kept giving it chances. I I can suspend disbelief a little bit, but after four times, enough really is enough. What do you take me for? I, I, I felt insulted. I said... No, I can't do it, and I know, and I'm sorry guys listening, and I'm sorry to you. I know everyone, my friends, every, every people love this movie, and I wanted to love it too. I was excited, generally, and especially when it started with all that tension, and, and this guy was very charismatic, Rucker Hauer, lo- I was really into it, I, I was sympathetic for Ponyboy because of the outsiders, I'm cool, you know, but I wanted this guy to die, freaking 15, 20 minutes in the movie for every dumb mistake he was making, I could not finish the movie, so it's an incomplete and maybe I could try to go back another time and watch it, but I don't think so. I don't know. But that's The Hitcher.
1: <laughs> wow. That's so not going to make your top ten for 1986.
0: <laughs> no. Did, no. You give it a, did you give it a grade? It's an incomplete. How could I give it a grade? It'd be unfair. It's an, a, it's an incomplete piece of shit. I pulled the plug. It's not fair to give it a grade. Then the I saw, I was still, I was texting you guys as it was going on, and I saw later on he went somewhere and there was fingers in his food, so they blamed him for murdering, then he's coughed up in the back seat of a car, I <laughs> feel like I'm watching Rambo or something, it's like First Blood, I'm like, what the, I just, I don't know. It was, it was very disappointing for me. Sure he wasn't having chicken fingers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he's happening, ha- having, ugh. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed all our reviews. We have a main a main thing to get into. So, okay. Now, I have a press release for this movie. So I am going to read the official press release. And this is a movie. It's called Capture Kill Release. It is coming to digital HD March 7th. It's a festival, darling. Got a lot of attention there. Uh, March 7th, it's going to be on iTunes, Amazon Instant, Google Play, Voodoo, Xbox, flicks fling and more and wow um (laughs) i tell you something uh i really really enjoyed this movie
1: yeah
2: i'm right there with you
0: man two um,
2: found footage movies yeah i saw in two weeks this movie kicks ass
1: this movie was fantastic the acting was terrific
2: and I'm Ooh, always skeptical
1: when when it's like actors you've, you've never seen, and they're playing characters with their real names.
0: Oh, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, that was. Funny.
1: I'm like, okay, I'm like, oh,, like, like this character's name is Farhang, and that's like the actor's name, except for but David. they were.: Yeah, that's true. It's the yeah, more... except for Gary. <laughs> yeah, Gary. <laughs> but man, really well acted. I was really uh, I was really into that lead chick. Yeah. That's Jennifer, who
0: she was great. Oh wow, I love crazy chicks like that. So that like oh, she was
1: teri- She played it so well. She was terrific. Yeah, she was
0: terrific. They all really were. And this is directed and written by a guy named uh, Nick McMcInulty. Mick- yeah, that's that's who did it. Nick <laughs> Nolty? Yeah, <laughs> Nick <laughs> oh, okay. uh, hey, watch my movie. Uh ah, <laughs> hell, everybody just watch. Oh, God damn it, just watch
3: my movie. <laughs> he was
1: he was supposed to be uh, Han Solo. Nick Nolte. Really? Yeah. <laughs> ah hell, God damn it, Chewbacca! God damn it, Chewie!
0: There
1: you Much go. is more like Chewie. Right <laughs> that would have been something. Anyway. <laughs> yes. All right, anyway, so go ahead. Yeah. Set, set up the film.
0: <laughs> this is uh, it's for midnight releasing as well. I have to throw that in there. Uh, basically, you see a, a couple casually shopping for uh, murder and cleanup materials. And talking about it in the open, it, it's found footage. They're filming as they go. And it makes sense because they're documenting. She really wants to document this. We don't know why, but this couple has decided that they want to get the thrill of killing a person. And yeah. it, it seems like it's something they want to do one time. She wants to do it. He says, okay, honey, it's going to make you happy. I'm I'm along for the ride. And, um, you know, they're shopping, doing. they're talking about the murder. They're having all kinds of careful planning. Who are they going to do it? Who Who's off limits to kill? you know it's just they're having these fun funny conversations uh
1: no, no cripples
0: no cripples right? <laughs> nothing that's gonna be a hate crime forget <laughs> yeah it. all kinds of stuff then they find a perfect candidate you would think because uh this girl jennifer's going around and she sees this guy and he's a bum and he's under this uh bridge and she's just you know, documenting, talking, thinking. him you know, maybe is she gonna kill him? But she's backing up to get a shot of him, and then she bumps into this guy, who this you know, the suit and tie guy, who, who's just a, a, a complete dick about it. You yeah, know? calls it, calls her a cunt, <laughs> but doesn't call her a cunt. She says that he calls her a cunt. Does never.
1: Yeah, yeah he actually just called she, her a bitch.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There were a couple.
1: There were a couple of uh, mistakes. There was a major one at the end.
0: I don't think that was a mistake. I think that's, that's in her mind, yeah. more justification making him sound like more of a basher for using the C word.
1: Oh, no, no. There's another major mistake at the end of the film. Is it, but, is it spoiler? No, it, it's not spoiler. But at one point, she says, we have to do this for Hank. There was no Hank in the film. I think she meant we have to do this for Gary. Huh. At the end, of, unless I was hearing wrong, I even went back to listen. I'm like, why is she saying we have to do this for Hank?
0: It's Gary. That's weird. I didn't even pick pick that up.
1: Yeah, it went back. I don't know if it's, it's a mistake and they just left it in there. It doesn't take away from the film. I don't care.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Noticed, but anyway, I just noticed that. The perfect candidate ends up being a no go from the guy because the boyfriend says, no, uh, it's too personal. We said it's yeah. not personal. No, but he is an asshole because she, she trails him, finds out that he's cheating on his wife. You know, he's an asshole. That's another reason. She's like, no, perfect candidate. He's like, no, you're making it too personal. So the answer is no. So they end up settling for somebody else um when uh, when he co- and she surprises on him she surprises that he comes home from work what's his name Farhad what's I'm sorry Farhang 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 he comes home from work and a- <laughs> Farhang <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: cuz you got a cock right <laughs> um you know, what? know how to uh- use it.
4: <laughs> what what's a pickle
0: what's a pickle right, right. <laughs>
1: The interesting thing with these characters is that I mean clearly Jen is the alpha and Farang is is the submissive
0: especially even that, for he, this yeah
1: yeah I mean look he he's almost doing this whole thing he he is doing this whole thing going along with it to please her cuz she wants the thrill of of doing this right but uh you know the scene in particular with that with the handcuffs where she handcuffs him <laughs> yeah. and makes him get out like I was like if I was him I would have Smack that shit out of her.
0: And he puts up with some shit, and then they they decide that she wants to practice on something else because if you can't do this, how are you gonna kill a person? That was a pretty freaking intense and, and, yeah. and fucked up scene. Yeah, useless.
3: Right?
1: Didn't need to be done.
0: Didn't need to be done, but I understand why they did it. Enough, it, it sets it, it sets up her character even more so in him. It's good for their relationship. It, it, it. I think honestly, I don't think there's a wasted minute in this film. My only complaint in this film is. One minor issue, which knocks it down a little bit, and I can't say what, but it's discussed earlier on in the movie. Basically, I can say that the word dead weight is used. And how could this happen, and how could these people be here? Granted, the weight went down, and I hope you guys... Oh, talking. that's a major, major... That's it. And, it involves two people. Get them
1: back the people. basement,
0: you Getting them back from her house. from Into from the car, into house, the, house. the whole nine, yeah. Yeah, that's that going to happen? Yeah.
1: That's a you know. that's a that's a big thing because I thought, I, st- I I thought she was at their house at first but then when Farhang came home I'm like ah oh, man that's a right. mistake that, how did she do that would
0: have that, that? would have made sense but then it wouldn't have been a fool on him because yeah the issue.
2: yeah yeah there's
0: nothing you could do there's nothing you it,
2: it, could it, do it, it. It, it, you know what I thought of it too but it didn't ruin my enjoyment of the movie I, and enjoyment is weird because I was like oh my god you're talking
0: about teeth trauma earlier uh-huh. oh oh oh, smoke. oh, oh. Yeah, two movies in two days. Like, yeah, I know more teeth drama. I know. And then, oh, and the and the saw,
2: like awesome stuff, effects, that, amazing. I was like, shit. <laughs> Are we watching effects here?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: is
2: it? Yeah. Did they really kill Gary? Is that why they changed his name? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> is... this goes Hank from now on. <laughs> his real name was Hank. His character is the Gary. That's why. They really... <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's why they <laughs> call him Hank at the end. Like, oh no, we really <laughs> oh, killed God. Gary. Oh, dude. Uh, the Great practical effects. Yeah. You know? And anyway, they do the deed. Tensions rise between them. What happens with the aftermath is crazy. It goes someplace unexpected. That's all I'll say. You guys you guys can take it. I've, I've talked about it. Gotta say, i got
1: to say, look, I don't know what the budget is for this, but it's probably a low-budget film. This director, I think, has done, like, one other film? Is this his second? Yeah, it's his second um, job as director. His last film was seven years ago. And I gotta say, the acting—the acting really blew me away. I thought they were terrific, especially her. I thought she was f- fantastic. Agreed. Usually, usually and he was great too because he, you know, he played his his role as a submissive. I I almost didn't buy it at first, but then as as the film goes along, you you understand why you're not buying him as this guy who would want to kill. Because ultimately, it turns out that it's one's more motivated than the other.
0: Oh yeah. We yeah. know that the whole movie. We know yeah,
1: that. you know that the whole movie, but the, the the way the acting is, I was like, yeah, his character could be a little bit more assertive. But then I'm like, no, it, it makes sense this way. Yep. But she was she was terrific. And the effects, phenomenal. And I, I abs- you know, again, they do it with an opening scene that, you know, is going to tie back in. But I was so confused by the opening scene and not really understanding what the hell was going on that when it actually did tie back in. I was like, oh, cool. Now I get it. So I kind of like I really I enjoyed it from start to finish.
2: So did I, and I didn't think I was going to. Uh, I thought it was going to be a torture film or something like that at first, just by the name. This is before yeah. you had a play, right? And then right. when when it started playing, it I'm like, oh! As soon as they were shopping, I'm like, is this as blatant as they're making it? Because they're kind of like, or are they just being playful? And I'm like, no, they're they're shopping for. So I'm like, there's no spoilers there. They're shopping for like. Like you said, well, yeah. Well, at the the, the first five minutes, is,
1: yeah. The first five minutes, you think it's playful. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't get. It. Then all of a sudden, they're shopping. Like, oh shit, they're they're being serious, but they're so nonchalant and cash yeah. about it. It's awesome.
2: But and they don't it's go funny. into backstory. Even though you see some old footage of hers like a baby or whatever, like, or a little girl, they don't give any indication as to it was just almost like she just wanted to do it for the thrill of it.
1: Yeah, and that's perfect. Yeah, because they show show her as just a normal child, and that's, I guess, the sense that they're trying to make is this is just a normal child who just grew up and wants to do this.
0: Check it out. Those scenes, which happens in a lot of movies, it's not a big shock. Those scenes were really her, home movies of her when she was a child. And when she she goes and visits her mother and they have that conversation, all of that is 100% real. That is really her mother, and it's a regular conversation that they had and they left in the film to make it look more no, that's,
1: that's, that's, that makes that makes me enjoy it even more I
0: like that yeah isn't that cool yeah I just like that it. let's go to your icing, mother's
2: house the icing on the cake is it's
0: Canadian ah <laughs> nice actually, actually I took a point off for that it's
2: <laughs> yeah, <that's a> Canadian <laughs> feature for the week Brandon loves it
0: so well you know cool. guys also know that this movie was based on something real life. It was in the press release. I don't know if you guys saw, it, but it said it's based on the Barbie and Ken murders, whatever the hell that is. It's based on true events. I feel like I've heard of those. Seriously. So do I. I do too. Yeah. Weird, huh? I'm gonna have to look them up. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that next show. What What, what do you guys rate this? I, I I'll tell you what. I I'm I'm pretty high on it, but I have to knock it off for what I said before. But well, I didn't say it, but I have it an issue. But I still give it an eight and a half. And I had
2: it. I have it at an eight.
1: Yeah, and I I have it as an eight as well, but I was I was hovering between that eight eight and a half. But I'm Finger. sticking with an eight for now. But
0: dude, I would have given it a nine because I I can't see something wrong with the movie. I'm I'm, I'm going perfect, I'm going
1: but... to rewatch. this is definitely the first film I've seen from this year that I know will be a rewatch for end of year consideration.
2: You know what? Oh, yeah. I just found out that the Barbie and Ken murders. Are exactly what I was hoping they weren't, because it, it, it like hits very close to home. It's like uh, uh, Paul Bernardo and Carla Homoka and did vi- vicious things, and it was just brutal because it happened like right outside Niagara Falls, like a township over from Niagara Falls. So pretty that's much why right I right between we're... you and I, right. That's why yeah. it sounded familiar. Yeah, wow. it, it happened when I was like uh, back in the uh, early '90s.
0: Well, wow, that's something. But yeah, there's really not much I could find wrong with it. That's why I was gonna go nine, but then the end, I was like, ah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense right there. But I loved everything else about it, so so cool. So that was um in March seventh. So you guys get on it. It's 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 good. Yeah, so, this know, is a yeah, it's a high recommend. I don't know when this show's dropping, but it's gonna be right around that time. So yeah, if you haven't seen it or if it's about to come out, get on that shit. Okay. So capture kill release was our first new movie review, and this is our official review for uh, the episode. So we're, we're giving you two brand new movies of the show. Hope you guys enjoy it. So this next movie is called, in in the vein of what we're doing this year, we had to do it, Slasher.com.
1: Okay, Slasher.com, 2017, directed by Chip Gubera, and it's being released on DVD on March 7th. It is also being distributed by ITN Distribution. After meeting online, Jack and Christy go on a weekend getaway to the woodlands of Missouri, of rural Missouri. While discovering each other, they soon learn of the terror terrorizing horrors that the forest has in store. Now, interesting enough, you know, even though we talked about a lot of slashers tonight, and this one is called Slasher.com, it's not a slasher. It's not a slasher movie <laughs> in the slightest. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not even. Yeah, it's not even close
0: to a slasher, <laughs> and the .dot com is barely—it's barely figures into the equation. I'm watching this movie. I'm about an hour or so into it, and I and I say, why is this slasher .dot com? Well, the,
1: slash, the slasher .dot com basically sets up because at the beginning of the story, you're seeing a montage that there's a serial killer loose who is basically meeting people on different online dating sites. And meeting up with them and then beating them and stabbing them to the death. They're seeing a montage of this, which is pretty mean spirited and kind of cool. You're like, oh, okay, this has potential.
2: Which instantly, as the movie plays out after that first scene and everything like that, there's a plot twist. You're like, you're just waiting for it to happen. Yeah, you because know. The it. I whole mean, beginning you, set up.
1: Yeah, you can't you can't not figure out this movie. If you didn't figure this movie out before the twists come, then you're you're crazy.
0: I don't know what I was thinking. I'm not going to say I, I, I figured it out. I knew that something was amiss here, but I was thinking it took so long to get there that when it did get there with, the, with, the, with one character, I was like, okay, that's cool. And now all of a sudden that character became much more interesting because the guy couldn't act his way out of a paper bag for oh, the, the longest it's... time. Oh, then, bad. Oh then I was God. okay with what happened later. Then I was okay. I was like, okay, I like it this way. This was the, I was better with it. Then what they did later, and then again, those two things they did at the end made zero sense. And I don't no know. Sense. We're gonna have to get into spoilers. Maybe we'll put oh, it at the end of the definitely. end of the review or at the end of the, the the outro music because it's a brand new movie. I don't know, but we're gonna have to. But it first, it doesn't make sense. The whole anyway.
1: setup for this movie doesn't make sense. <laughs> Christy meets Jack online, and their first date, their first time meeting. First of all, she goes to his apartment alone. That's a no-no. Nobody does that. For somebody who does online dating, there's so many freaking rules you gotta follow. You would never go to somebody's home t- to meet them for the first time, and certainly not alone. I've done and it
0: several times.
1: <laughs> you're you're a you're a rebel.
0: I wouldn't do it nowadays, but in yeah. the 2000s, in in the first decade, like before I got married, before I got married the first time, you. Uh, I, I went to several – many women's house that I met, I met online, or they came to me. And it's funny because I talk about it now with my wife, and I say I can't believe – like if, I, if 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 my daughter ever did that, I, I would say not under any circumstances. Yeah, exactly. In retrospect, I'm shocked because I went to all kinds of places, even some seedy places because yeah. whatever. I, I was looking to get laid. I wasn't thinking.
1: But And they're going away for a whole weekend as their first date.
3: <laughs> it's stupid you
2: know, oh it's all you, the one I'll say the one plus the movie actually looks good it does Remember, look they good they filmed it on they, they made it the movie made it look good and that's where pretty much any positive ends for me
1: yeah it looks good until somebody starts speaking yep even on the drive up he he says sir, he says he basically asks Christy like what do you enjoy doing she's like oh I like you know going to dinner like the movie she, he's like you don't look like a dinner and a movie type of girl I'm like alright that's nice you just basically called this girl you have just met a whore yeah. And and now you're going to go up. And then once they get up there and they meet uh, Mama, it's it's downhill from there.
2: <laughs> oh, fuck. Mama's <laughs> horrible. Papa's horrible. Everybody's horrible. The music's horrible. Oh.
1: You know, it's funny
2: because music, I, I actually wrote opening negative.
1: music was decent. But then I quickly, like, crossed it off because after that, it just became terrible. Oh. But Mama, like if you ever go away to some remote location where there's a seedy family running a, a little lodger and and the woman tells you, Oh, I'll call me Mama and she's carrying on with her spoon
3: <laughs> that's What the fuck
2: is, that's a, 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 a nice couple spoon. Of scenes.
0: Yeah, what the hell is with this damn spoon? Spoon <laughs>
2: Yeah, that whole scene was fucked. Other than that like other than that opening, like nothing happens for like forty minutes of this movie. No. Like it's oh, was I was I too hard in it when I was like telling you guys ahead of time? I was just like, this is because Dave, you sounded like you're really enjoying it.
0: I wasn't that I was really enjoying it, but I, I I was I was just fine with it. I've seen plenty of low budget movies. I wasn't crazy about the music. I will definitely agree with you on that. It was coming up at, at bad times. Didn't need to come up. I, it was unnecessary, but. Yeah, it was just a low budget regular setup for for a horror movie. I was the only thing that was off putting to me was Good the island. opening credits. The opening credits were a little alarming when they were showing that guy talking outside that building. It was bad acting. It was bad. It was film bad. It didn't look. But as soon as we meet the couple and they start going up, I was on board. I was even oh, on board when God. they met Mama. And uh, oh, you know, an God. old an older version of Molly Ringwald and. Um, uh, that that Caitlyn girl, I, I kind of was sexually attracted to every woman in this movie, even though they're all you, different ages and different you, styles. You're
1: nuts. Uh, I, you're nuts.
0: <laughs> I'm a sick, bastard. What can I tell you? And the white a, girls...
1: Mama, Mama was so annoying. You know, it's a beautiful day to get naked. Then she only has the crayons for them to sign their. That was uh... great, yeah. <laughs>
3: well, but they're
1: weird f- What do you? By want? far, What's by fine? far, the most. I actually laughed out line from this line in the movie when they when they first get them inside. Go for a walk in the woods. And Jack says to Christy, he points down to the ground. He's like, are those cans? <laughs> and there's like a thousand beer cans on the ground. Lined up. like Lined up in a huge right. row. And yeah. he's like,
0: are those cans? He's <laughs> <was> like, what
1: <laughs> the <laughs> fuck is that?
0: He was awful. And he, was my, it, was it was garbage. It was terrible. How surprised he acted when she wanted a strip to go swimming. Like, he didn't want it to happen. Like, any guy, if a girl says, hey, let's go swimming. Oh, we don't have suits. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna go swimming with nothing on. You're not going to just be surprised by it. You're going to be like, okay, this girl's DTF, let's go. You know what I mean? Come on, I don't care if you have no game at all. Some girl wants to take off her clothes and go swimming and invite you in. You're not going to act surprised and, and be like, oh, well, really? You want to go swimming naked with me? But, I don't know. I, he was awful. He made up for it a little later, so I'm thinking maybe he was trying to act dumb. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. Just, the the, the switch in, in, in the tone of that character, I, I kind of enjoyed, but I felt like, I don't know, just the dialogue was so cringeworthy. Mama's acting was terrible. I didn't mind uh, Jesse, Papa, so much. He was just a You know big, who that is? Who is that? He looked familiar.
0: Leatherface. Yes, from Part from 3. From <laughs> Yep. Oh, yes. is it? okay? only reason okay. that name is hard not to miss. It's like R.A. Mahalioff or whatever the hell it is. Okay, Mahalyoff. I was wondering why. Because so I, I, I looked
1: it. up that name, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, I don't recognize him, but that name sounded familiar. So I'm like, he he seems familiar, and his name seems familiar. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I didn't mind him. I didn't think he was a bad actor. I was no. I, I
1: thought you know? the addition of having Caitlin as, as the daughter and the whole kind of twist with that, and, and obviously you're talking about this a little bit before, It doesn't really make sense to me.
0: Not even that. What I was saying is how ultimately how it ends. Yeah. uh, Christy. Because that makes zero sense. We'll we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, This dumb bastard. Why was he acting all confused when when that girl was flirting with him, Caitlin? When she had that doll's head and she's coming on to him. Why was he acting all confused? The
2: script is horrible. Honestly, this movie is padded to the extreme. There's no rhyme or reason to it. I honestly don't think there's any logic to that. I mean, honestly, there's 40 minutes of dialogue. Then you think it's going to be a, tw- a torture movie, and then it's not. And then literally turns into a bunch of running around until the twist takes form. It's. I, I thought this movie was torture.
1: How about the how about the hiker character <laughs> that they just throw in, like that guy who's yeah. hiking the whole Appalachian. He's wearing oh, that the, ridiculous. The yeah, he's wearing that ridiculous app- hat, and he's yeah. like. Then you see him like camping Stupid. out. It looks like he's just camping out in someone's backyard. It's clearly <laughs> they shot at someone's
2: He backyard. was literally there to add a, a one body count to the movie. Yeah.
3: I know.
2: We're not plumb. even
1: really talking about this movie. Basically, it's I mean really people blows. can figure out what happens as they go there and obviously mama and papa aren't exactly these innocent just these yeah, innocent uh, lodge lodge owners.
0: This is what pissed me off the cop and the guy at the store were good buddies with mama like i'm thinking they're very suspicious okay they're probably going to sway us later and we think that they're suspicious cuz it's too obvious that they're they're up to no good then when we get to that store and like oh yeah you're hanging out with mama and he's a cop and i'm thinking Okay, all right, and the other guy knows him, so she's known in the neighborhood. Like they can't be some backwoods crazed killers because everybody knows them, and they have a reputation. They're running a business, so it can't be that they're actually crazy now. So something else is gonna happen, and no, it was
1: only it was only one or two things, and it's nothing that hasn't been done a million times before and a million times better, right? In right. terms of you know those added characters that knew Mama,
0: dude, everything was obvious and expected. Everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it happens. You're like, well, yeah, that, that that's what happens in movies. Yeah, I'll admit, you I'll admit
1: the, the second twist at the ending was a little like, oh, I didn't see that coming. But at that point, I was like,
0: the Who one cares? with the girl, the one yeah. with the girl. Well, that makes Which... zero sense because why would all that take place? Remember, they're they were alone, just the two of them, and she's torturing her and saying, oh, that yeah. wouldn't happen. They would have been saying, okay, let's wait for so and so to come yeah. back, and then we'll release screw See?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, you're it's right. Stupider, and then and then they give you a no double sense. whammy of the comedic ending.
0: Oh. Whereas,
2: but put it on like, wong, 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 <laughs> and then just roll the credits. And they should have done that for the beginning. Just rolled the end credits right at the fucking beginning.
0: You're right. You know, frame. there were some times where I'm thinking if I was watching it with you guys, if we were watching it together, this goes into so bad it's good territory in some aspects where I would, where I would have had fun with other people. So that kind of kept my rating not too terrible. <laughs> this is not the lowest rated movie that I'm gonna have on this episode. I can tell you that much right now. So
1: No, it's it's I know what you're saying. It's it's not it's not super low because it still does look good and I I was kinda of laughing at it, even though it wasn't made for
0: laughs. It no, was that's not a, bad. That's what's good though. How about when he looked about the dude when all of a sudden he's he's laying next to a pit full of freaking uh, bodies and skeletons? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but um. uh, Oh, no, Come I'm not. So
0: They're like five no, feet right horrible. off the road. It it's is hysterical. A... <laughs> How could you not get humor out of that? No, but
2: I want to go back. <laughs> and I'll go back and revisit a movie. Then that tells me that I can't rate it that low because I actually want to go back and want to say I have absolutely positively, and it's not from a Megan is missing type of, oh, that was just a hard movie to watch. Right. This is just I like garbage you. that I would never subject myself to again.
1: Oh, I'm not watching this again. I'm not watching this again, but I'm not coming in like crazy low, but there's there's I doubt I'll ever see this film again. I I don't know I can't remember the scene now, but I wrote down I wrote down one of the lines from the movie, but I don't remember what the context was, but the line was delivered as that's that's much more better, mama. (laughs) <laughs> that was actually mom. one of the lines in the movie, and I wish I had the context for the scene, but just the fact that that was the actual words that were said, that's much, <laughs> much more better, Mama.
2: <laughs> Probably they're, the iced tea. They're boys, <laughs> hillbillies, that's
1: what... Yeah, but still, it's just like.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, How about when they had the different girls' pictures and their hair? What the hell was that all about? Remember that? They had the samples of these yeah. girls' hair and shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. And the funniest part of all is the freaking box. You look at the box of this, the box art. Did you see it? It's There's awesome. a, a cell phone. It, it looks like a bad movie, right? Like a, like, a, like a terrible movie box. But yes, this is a bad movie. But seeing that has nothing to do with anything in the film. Slasher.com it's and you see cell a cell phone. There's
1: a guy holding an axe. <laughs> I feel
0: right?
2: bad that they, I feel bad that they gave us a screener because they're better off not showing this movie Pre-release to anybody if they want to sell it. And I feel horrible <laughs> saying it, but I
0: it, do too. It's but horrible. <laughs> <laughs> we also got capture kill release and we and we got the one from the from, from Jeff Frumus doing yeah. his own thing. So that's the chance you take when you send out screeners. It's it is what it is. That's what happens. You know? Are those cans? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: nearly shit myself. I was like, are you oh. kidding me? That might be the funniest line I've ever heard. It's clearly beer. Any trips on them later
0: on in the movie? Okay. I, I want to clear my name. I want to clear my name. When I was sent this screener, it was one of a few that I was sent. It's called slasher.com. We're talking about slashers this year. I figured it would be fun. Let's talk about it. But I'm not just going to go with a movie called slasher.com thinking it's going to be any good. So let me go ahead and see if there's any critical reviews anywhere. And if they happen to be favorable, you know what? Let's check it out. So, I go on to the B. There's no there's no reviews from people, but there are some critical reviews. And I read two of them, and two of them were four and a half out of five. Two different reviews. Fuck off. That's why I told you guys that they had favorable reviews. Otherwise, I wouldn't have brought a low-budget look.
1: You did. Look he did and... say that. You did say that.
0: I would never bring a movie like this to the table with that low-budget look unless... I read about it, and it was, you know, it had good reviews. So now I can't find them on the freaking, oh, Critic Reviews. Let me see. Oh, look at one, two. Oh, now there's six. Before, there was only uh, two. <laughs> so now, now people are getting them. But I read this one, HorrorGeekLife.com, and I'm pretty sure that I read it. And I'll oh, see. I think this is like And wrote it. Could <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? You it was his, his most
1: successfully thing. written thing.
0: 4.5 out of 5 stars, HorrorGeekLife.com, okay? And that wasn't enough for me. I said, you know what? Let me make sure. Let me make sure that it's just not one, that I want someplace else. SearchMyTrash.com, okay?
1: <laughs> he gave it 4.5 out of 5 because he thought it was such trash.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it was. All I know is that, what, what, what's this guy's rating ultimately? Hold on, let's see. It says, The film's actually lots of fun while watching and should keep one terrifically entertained for its running time at least. Review by Mike Hebena-Effler or something. Whatever. So there you go. Those are the only two that were up. They were both favorable. Since then, like I said, now there's six review on there, so I'll have to look at the other four, but that's why I brought it to the table. Listeners, guys, I never would have. <laughs>
2: that's okay. Do you know this was also known as Slasher slash dot er, so it's s <laughs> backslash a s h dot er, which is even a stupider Isn't title it? than slash, which is backslash. also one the name of a lot of our
1: group
0: members.
2: <laughs> <laughs> throwing a couple back, of backwards bags back, and uh,
0: <laughs> Oh shit! No, that's in the movie. When you watch the movie and it says the slasher murder, when they show that fake yeah. news, that's the way it's spelled. So that's where it comes from. The fake
1: news. You know, I, th- I thought they could have, you know, with the extra twist with the girl, and I'll be cryptic in case people do check this out, but this extra twist with the female character, if they had tied that in to the original montage at the beginning, obviously they would have had to change how that original montage was shot because that original montage you see, it's a guy. Then it could have been kind of cool, right? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I get...
2: There's some tits What's in this in- movie. The tits are, are giving it the ever so low rating that I'm giving it.
0: <laughs> okay, listen. Here's another site. I went to a third one just to see. All right? The guy that wrote it, his name is uh, Kyle Jonathan. It's spoiler com. And this is, I'll just read you the last paragraph. Coming soon to DVD and digital. Slasher.com is a rusty nail to the genitals. <laughs> I think Christian would agree with that. Mm-hmm. But let's finish. <laughs> Featuring wonderfully disgusting kill scenes. A devilishly what? profane ensemble, and refreshingly puerile antics. This is one of the year's most disgust, dis, disquieting shockers. Basement-level John Waters trash. Slasher.com is a remarkable exploitation orgy of viscera. If you're strong of stomach and open to outlandish ideas, this is the central viewing. <laughs> so, oh,
1: my God. Okay, guys? Oh,
0: you're
2: right. <laughs> fucking... Bullshit. That's insane. That's insane. I don't even care. I, I I'm g- it's a two out of ten. That's what I'm giving it. Two. I'm giving it a two out of ten. It's definitely top contender for my worst film of the year, and we're fucking in February.
1: He <laughs> came in lower than you. I'll give it a four out of ten. I yeah, four out of ten. I also
4: I thought I thought,
1: I thought Christie's character was uh w- was was decent enough, but
0: I, I mean, also not, give it a four out of ten. I'm and,
1: being... and again, Jesse, a few of the characters' acting was decent enough. And again, when the tonal shift happens with Jack, he was he was better. But but usually it was cringe worthy. It was like watching like like a train wreck. That's that's the only reason why I gave a point. I was almost enjoying watching how how bad it was. Like I'm like I couldn't believe it. Oh. Yeah.
0: Look at this another play. I, can you believe this? Every critical review I'm reading is good. I kid you not, the schlock, the schlockpit.com, another one, another good review. <laughs> schlock pit. <laughs> Suffice to say, subtle the film ain't, but with a body schlock pile up like slasher.com, that's half the fun. What is this body pile up? I like? don't know. What did we Except see? for really? the little body of piles
2: you see at the end. There's no, there's hardly There's one camper gets right. that fucking little plow thing through his neck and that's it. Really? And then Papa gets killed like three times out of the fucking Orville Ketchum.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and the guy who, who gets stabbed and then they put the bloody uh, piss, pant, piss pants and piss underwear in his mouth. Oh! Uh, that was I a
2: gross was scene. That one even...
0: Yeah, yeah I, honestly I it's forgettable. Okay, here's the last one. This is the sixth review. TheSlaughteredBird.com com. Okay. By movie critic next door, by Blue Took. I don't know. He's taking two credits. He has two names. This is the last paragraph here. But it was a blast watching every character do their best to come out on top. Mama and Jesse are the perfect slasher movie parents, knocked off balance with their latest. When their latest game doesn't go according to plan, they call them games, but believe me, they play rough. City boy Jack is particular. Has to in particular has to struggle to manage in the unfamiliar woods giving a different little twist to the idea of fish out of water, while Christy has to find unexpected strength. It's a good object lesson in the possible dangers of online dating and of mama's bearing gifts. <laughs> okay, I rest oh, my case.
1: <laughs> Man, these reviews are are so well written. More I just...
2: <laughs> than the fucking... You know what? I'd rather watch yogurt hosers than uh, this again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, just don't blame me. They they yogurt, there yogurt. was I,
2: I actually thought it was yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it would say the correct name of <laughs> the movie.
0: Amazing. And no on that and on that on that note, we gotta call it a night. Oh shit. <laughs> awesome. Ah, oh, okay. Let's call it a night. Uh, sorry about the shitty movie, guys, and we don't care if we spoiled it because it's probably half the fun that we spoiled it. I, I, no,
2: I don't. I don't. We didn't even really spoil it. I think not too we, bad. Yeah, there's but some I think people... if you can't figure them out, die. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> go kill yourself. Right? <laughs> yeah, you got. I think people are going to listen to us and go watch the movie based on this. I, I think they just might. They might get some lamps out of it. That, I, I don't know.
2: Well, oh, they that I was too harsh on it or whatever. Christian,
1: like, no, Christian giving out a two is definitely going to draw attention to this because your lowest film last year was like a four or four and a half, I think. Yeah, I, I <laughs>
2: scored anti-birth higher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm in the minority though now. Like a lot of people are scoring anti-birth. I see six sevens I and whatever. Uh, anti, anti-birth was
0: still. terrible. I don't get it. I don't get it. Hey, I give rings a three. I don't I don't usually give three. So, but we we reviewed a lot of movies this episode. I hope everybody enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun talking about a lot of different movies. Yeah, we were going to do some more movies, but we just didn't have the time. This is a, a long enough show for you. So we're giving you two brand new movies that are just dropping. We don't do that all the time. So there you go. There you go. So you guys ready to get out of here?
2: Yeah, man. Yep. Let's, let's close down the... Exploding headquarters for one more two-week period. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do just, it. Did you just think of that yourself? No, I was about to say for one more week, and then I realized we don't record every two weeks. So, <laughs> <laughs> one more two-week period.
1: I'll, I'll come in next week and just mop up. <laughs>
0: yeah, top of the mop <laughs> So, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. uh, I'm not even going to pimp everything. You know where to find us. Please rate us and review us on iTunes. Find us on Facebook. Join the club. The club. Join the group page. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Do all the stuff we asked you to do. And uh, whatever. Thanks a lot. We got to go. We're the Exploding Heads. And you're not. Peace.